That's right, we're winding it up again. Mornings with Matt and Bob, powered by Chewy. Back for an all-new week, an all-new attitude, ladies and gentlemen. As we jettison, propel our show into 2024, let's do today's starting lineup. So you know the players taking the field. You can recognize the voices with the faces, with the names and all that. Don't get You don't get mixed up. I don't want that. The man straight ahead is ready to go, ladies and gentlemen. He's athletic. He's handsome. He's intelligent. He's a multitasker. That's right. Sure, he likes to have a good time, but he doesn't let it get away of his get in the way of his work. Because he's a heavyweight champ in every aspect of his life, and he's threatening to get back in the ring, ladies and gentlemen. Our producer, a shoe head, a food head. A renaissance man. Put your hands together for Mr. Chewy Alvarado. Thank you. Oh, Oh, man. Oh, man. The man to my right, representing one of our favorite breakfast spots. I know other celebrities have been going there and trying to take the spotlight, but we heard about it first. He's he's repping El Dorado Cafe today, and rightly so. They have the best breakfast taco in the business. What is it? The Big Papa's? The Big Papa's. Yeah. And speaking of Big Papa, this guy's a, a mm. father. He's a former star of episodic television, a stand-up comedian who's graced the stages. He's worked the boards from Seattle all the way down to Tampa, Florida, ladies and gentlemen, every which way, north and south, east and west. He's our compass, is what he is. He's also Austin's greatest living storyteller. Please say hello to the marvelous Matt Bearden, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you so much. And if I couldn't, uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to also give a nod to you, sir. Yeah. Uh, Showing up here and brightening the scene in bright Kelly Green. Oh, yeah, I'm getting ready for the FC. You know, we're less than a, I think we're a month away from the first uh, practice game or whatever they call it, preseason game. Is that a, did you make that shirt or is that an no, official? it's a revival shirt. Revival and off yeah. the FCC. Yeah, I bought it, though. G- gathered hands. Wasn't given to me. Looks good. I'm sorry it wasn't given to you. I didn't, I, I that, you put really, really putting that out in the universe. Are you bad? Yeah, you know, I'll rep your brand, send me a shirt. There you go. He'll rip your brand. God knows I've given enough him a away. shirt. He's been in the advertising business. He knows how it works. In fact, he was one of the OGs at GSDNM. You might be familiar with them. They helped build the city. It's worked all over the place. He uh, used to work at uh, the the Irwin Center. Yeah, they're tearing that down, aren't they? They are tearing it down. Somebody bring me a seat or something. Well, nobody nobody could really... The whole place fell apart when you left, Bob. Jeez. They'll tear somebody this bring building me down when you're momento. gone as well. He uh, created the Bob Fonseca's Rock and Roll News. He created the Bob Father Question of the Day. And he created a little special place in your heart where you welcome him in every single day. Oh, He's a member of the Texas Radio Hall of Fame. Oh, stop. And... Stop it. He's a guiding light for this team. You're Ladies and gentlemen, you. let's put it together. Them hands, well, I know you're driving, so keep them on the steering wheel if it's raining. But here's Mr. Bob Fonseca. Oh, thank you very much. You're mocking me now. You're mocking me, I know. Nobody's mocking you. Let's stop. Let's stop it. <laughs> oh, man. Good to be here. It's good to be here anywhere where, <laughs> than where I have to be later today. But that's, oh, that's another story for another day. Uh, how you guys doing? I'm all you know, right. Yeah, a little slow today. I saw so you were in the tunnels with dude. The, with the I, Ninja you know, Turtles. I'll talk about it later. Don't spoil it, but you know, right. I pulled it out the last minute yesterday on Dang. on Sunday. I had a good time. Did you? Really good, like unbelievably good time. There was danger, there was mystery, there was intrigue, there was speed, 
Mm. Yeah, it was it was so much fun. I'm glad I I'm glad I did what I did. I'm glad I got into that community because I'm. Gonna, but I, now I got to I gotta start to another. Over. I got to start another video channel now. You know, <laughs> maybe that one will take off. Uh, what are you up to? Did you do any conversationing in, or did you? I should you, have. I, I feel like since I did, I didn't do anything, a whole lot. I didn't watch any what football. I, I ate a lot. Yeah. Uh, there's a salsa I like at a farmer's market I went on Saturday. Huh? And, uh, Those are fun. Free But well, well, you're taking your life in your hands show. going outside. What do you mean? Did, are you not just like... Oh, allergies? Eyes? Yeah. Uh, no. Oh, yeah, my God. I don't know. Something... Because I was out of my, like, area yesterday. I was out of the Bee Caves area. You know, the hill country. And I was downtown. And I was fine. And then by the time I hit my neighborhood, mm-hmm. I was sneezing, and there was just like water coming out of my eyes. And wow, that sounds uh, I good. know. No, it doesn't. It was like I had to pull over to. My eyes were watering so bad. Did you get burning. hit with pepper spray? I felt like that because it was burning, and it was damn those trees, man, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. those grasses. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but weird. I can. There's a pronounced difference from me being here. And me being home right now. Wonder if it's also just a time of day. As I was uh, maybe because it was right at sundown. Do the trees like blow up at sundown or something? Uh, you know, they give yeah, off I don't know. Yesterday I was feeling fine, and at about uh, three o'clock or something, yeah. all of a sudden it went nuts for me. So you know who knows? The wind changes. Don't you have a client or had a client that I did. does allergy stuff? I did. Maybe I'll invest in that. I don't know. Well, they're not our client anymore. But so. I'm, you're lucky, Chili. Well, you, they had a fancy thing that I couldn't uh, afford, but apparently it's great. It's a series of three shots. Yeah, that's what my friend Michael But got, it goes straight into like a a, a gland that not, you have? The glands? No, and the glands is the head of your uh, oh. dadong. I was going to say, because that's going to be painful. Yeah. No, this is somewhere. I don't know. What, and But apparently you do, it's over like a period of two weeks. So you do one. Then one a week later, and then one a week later, and then you never have allergies again. No. But it was, uh, it was, uh, this. Yeah. Well, yeah. what would you pay not to feel this way? Well, you know, I, you know what? what? If I had the boils, money, it boils down to. It wasn't terrible. I want to say it was like two gur. Yeah. Damn. But I, you know, I don't want two, two, two gur laying around. Mm-mm. I just won't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just carry it. I'll just carry a lot. What is Kleenex? What is a lifetime supply of Kleenex worth? I'll just carry around a bunch of Kleenex. Yeah. But it is. Yeah, I, I, I bet a lot of people out there are suffering for it. It just seems extremely uh, more. It just seems to be. Well, you can't just like I don't know. Seems snort to be worse. a bunch of pollen every day, and until you slowly get used to it, you can. That's what uh, that's what allergy drops are. Essentially, well, I have those drops, and you can, uh, and you it. can do that, and that's way more affordable. I'll snort it right now. Okay, I, I have a, uh, some left over. You snort them off my. Uh, I think that could go viral if you see me snorting some pollen. <coughs> it might get you a little. High. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> you okay, man? You all right there? Everything okay? You need anything? Was that the death rattle? What's happening? No, that was deep. There's like I have. I feel like I have a ton of gas, but then there's no gas. I think I'm just bloated with food, 
And I'm done eating. I'm not wait, going wait, to eat wait, with you. Wait, wait, oh, wait, wait. Are you breaking up with food, too? You were done a week ago, You haven't broken up with food. You go oh, to eat a burger every day. He is angry this morning, and it's he's angry at himself, and he's taking it out on us. Is that what's happening? That's 100% I right. do not have a burger Y'all can day. have lunch every day. It's no, fine. I'm, I'm not, not having going. lunch anymore. I had a sandwich you? yesterday, and that was about it. Damn, a whole sandwich? I, didn't even need, I don't even Two remember breads? having dinner. I had one taco on my thing, on my deal that I did. I don't want to talk about right now, but... I, had, I stopped. We stopped and had a beer and a taco mm-hmm. at uh, Taco Flats mm. down there. And I don't know where that is. What's that, what's that neighborhood? Clarksville, where I used to live. Okay. On 12, right. I used to live on 12th Street a long time ago. All right. Taco Flats has a good sauce. Yeah, it was pretty good. I had a. But not for me this year. Done. You're done. See, breaking. I might just go hey, south. I'll be your sponsor. I watched what you are, what you eat. Uh, yeah, that's the first two or three episodes. Right. Two episodes. Scary, right? No, I mean, we all kind of knew. I'll tell you what. I'll be your sponsor. I can call you. Whoa, at that's 10 okay. PM. You can call me any time okay. of the day or night if you're tempted. What are you going to do if I reengage? If with I'm food. on the edge and I'm like, I have a chocolate cake right here, and I'll, it's about to happen, talk me down. I'll guilt you. I'm good at that. I'll how talk so, you how, down. I'll talk you down. I'm your spon- I'll be your sponsor. We have to meet once a week. We have to go to food group. We'll grab lunch. Are there any food groups, I wonder? Yeah, they, they, they have the pyramid, yeah. Yeah, what do you mean there are there food No, no, not dairy, that food group. Like bread. where you go, like like uh, Alcoholics Anonymous or whatever. I, wa- I like want to find anonymous. that, but I, I don't think it exists. Overeaters Anonymous. Where? They don't have it. What do you mean they don't have it? I, don't, I, I guess they want to remain anonymous, but we can tell who you are. There's gotta Tell be. us where you're meeting. There's got to be. Have you called? Uh, and I'm not talking about with like for serious Domino's? problems. No. I'm talking about me and Chewy, like just casual. Just we want to cut back a little. No, bit. No, I have real problems. Oh, you do. All right, Bob. You're not. Bob just wants to telehealth options no, for I've eating recovery center. Better help. Noom. I did that's noom. Not- I, that's how I lost weight initially. Was noom. Are you yes. just looking through a list of our sponsors? No, they all came up when I was uh, Googling it. Overeaters Anonymous. Find a meeting. Here we go. I'm going to click on it. It's got to be hard to stay anonymous, though. Look. But you and I are going to walk into a. Uh, we're going to walk into one of those meetings, and we're going to look like the picture of health compared to some people. I think these people right? know I'm overeating. Find a meeting within 25 miles. There's not one. How do you, you start like, that? You introduce, you say your name. Oh, and there's I'm, one right, look at, right here. I'm Bob. I like food. But it's going to be really embarrassing to be next to the dude that's like been on crank for four days. And finally, I want other overeaters. I think they might link us in with the uh, Narcotics Anonymous. Okay. Currently in, in Austin, the number one option only meets online. No, it's not going to work for me. Well, it, say, it says here, sorry, but we couldn't find a room big enough. No, for they all. don't have ramps. Hello. I'm Bob. Here's one. Here's I one. like Oreos. Face to face. Overeaters Anonymous, the second and or third uh, something. St. George's Episcopal Church right here in the city. Oh, I'm, do they have ample free parking? <laughs> now, why is that? 
Uh-huh. Why is that supposed to be? Bob, we're talking about something very serious affecting a good friend of ours. Well, I just want to really care about him. I just want to make sure that if I drive all the way down here and make the effort, I'm not going to be circling during the whole meeting. Here's another one that's happening at Covenant United Methodist Church. I mean, do I have to become religious? Here's another one at Lake Travis United Methodist Church. What's with the Methodists? Do I have to tell them I believe or something? I think it's because, no, it's because you got to find a free room, and usually churches will say, okay, we'll give you areas for free. Mm, Most people don't want to. The old bank building in Cedar Park. Yeah, you want a restaurant to do it? (laughs) Well, there is. You want to have these at a meeting room at a restaurant? Number 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 seven is at the Golden Corral. That sounds nice. It's roomy. Convenient. Inexpensive. Ample free parking. Cheese fountain. It's chocolate fountain. I'll go if you go. I'll be your sponsor. Hey, you can turn it into a cheese fountain in a hurry. You be you be the boss of you. Uh, I'll be your sponsor if you promise when the when the uh when when it changes, when it reverses. Right? Yeah. Okay. And you're all you're slimmed gonna, out and so I, gonna, I went off the wagon. That you're going to sponsor me. Why are you going off the wagon? Because I always do. No. You can only maintain... I can only maintain it for a year you, or two. You're all... You did it right. All, all of your I'm dopamine st- is firing when it's supposed to. I'm still weighing every morning. Every morning. Um, before I put any clothes on. Butt naked. When I you accomplish weigh. something, the dopamine comes in. 155.1 a day. Um, you're programmed just right. Don't do any drugs. You're doing it perfect. I'm also 155 today. I definitely can hit that. And because I care more about myself than Bob does, mm-hmm. I go even beyond that on the scale. I hit 155, and then it just keeps, keeps going. Because you're an overachiever. I'm overachieving. That's right. Uh, do you know that today... Oh, I today, we have, well, today we have Creed tickets going out. Yeah, I know. We'll and we're going to play all Creed today. Uh, all morning long. Let's do a little click, click, boom, my friends. Uh, Wikipedia has gone through all of their queries... For the entire year of 2023, and they've come out with a list of the most viewed Wikipedia topics of 2023. Oh. Uh, Article describing... Oh, wait. Doot, doot. That's not what I want to do. 84 billion views last year. Wow. 85 billion. Yeah. Um, It's a lot. It is a lot. It's a lot. So here's what's interesting, though. Um, Taylor Swift, most celebr- a most popular celebrity page, but doesn't even come. Oh, it comes close to being in the top ten, but did not quite make it. And I will tell you this from looking at the list. I think that Wikipedia is very, very, very popular in other countries because a lot of the stuff is not. I know is stuff that we don't care about here in this country. Mm-hmm. But uh, do you guys want to take a stab? Well, not. I don't want to ask if you want to. I'm going to ask you right now. Will you take a stab at what you think is a mo- the most viewed Wikipedia topic of 2023? 2023. 2023. What happened last year? Something happened last year significant. I can't remember. It's just... It, now, remember, it doesn't have to be in a news event. It's Wikipedia, right? It's an encyclopedia. It could, it could just be... Um, uh, Plessy Brown versus the Board of Education. I got it. Okay. How can I steal cable? Okay. How can I steal cable? Oh, I know they make these little boxes now that you can connect to your 
They do it with just Amazon sticks now. Yeah, but it's not a DIY. Oh. You want one? Do you guys use Wikipedia at all? Not much. Really? Yeah. I better go to Wikipedia twice a day. Because they own WikiLeaks, right? No. They have nothing to do with WikiLeaks. That's weird branding. It is, isn't You would it? think that WikiLeaks and Wikipedia were all in the same... Well, Wikipedia is built on a wiki, which is a way of uh, building a, a, a database system. Yeah, you down. learned that on Wikipedia? I'm down. Is that what people searched? No. <laughs> it's <laughs> I don't, not. I don't um, know. I don't, I'm going to say, uh, ha, like, Israel or Hamas. Okay. Hey, that's great. Because that, no one knows what's going on, even the experts that... Okay. Claim to? Uh, no. But, uh, great guesses, guys. Neither of them are even anywhere. Well, mine wasn't that great of a guess. That's okay. Chewy's was pretty good. Because I think I might have done that myself. Yeah, coming in at number 10 was Pafan, which is a film in India. 20 million views. Pafan? Yeah. Did it win a Golden Globe uh, last night? Uh, Y'all see Saltburn yet? <laughs> Wait, Golden Globes were already are having... Yeah, Taylor uh, Swift was mad at Joe Coy. What did Joe Coy have to do with it? He was hosting the Golden Globes. The Isn't Golden Globes yes. have dropped yes. to a level yes. where yes. they picked a guy yes. out of the blue yes. to host them? Hey, he's done Chelsea Handler a couple times. Joe Coy? He bombed, bro. It was bad. The I bet he did. talking about it. I bet he did. That, you know what? You are making... You know, I, I am not Cat Williams, so I don't... I'm not going to tell all secrets... But let me just say there's a reason I'm very happy to hear what you're telling me right now. And it has to do when I was a young comic. I also want to discuss Kevin Hart being a plan or not. Since he's been in I've seen him in here actually doing work. 2023 Indian Premier League comes in at number nine. What? And Jawan, a film, comes in at number eight. All three of those are in India. I, that's why I was saying I think this. I think that Wikipedia is very, very popular in India, and it doesn't take a whole lot of percentage because it's a very populous country. J. Robert Oppenheimer is in at number seven. Oh yeah, you do want to know and you, more about it that. It feels like oh, people would want to look him up before they go yeah. to a movie or after and go, hey, I want to know more about that dude. But then we go to the Cricket World Cup. Wow, it's wild to think that there's a world that exists outside of America. Or is this it, just America? Is what's this overall Wikipedia? No, this is over. The Wikipedia is around the world. It's in multiple yeah, languages yeah, and what yeah. have you. But these That's actually were only there. English inquiries. But oh. common language in India, English. Mm -hmm. uh, Oppenheimer, the film, also uh, came in at number five. Four was Indian Premier League. Three was 2023 Cricket World Cup. Then deaths in 2023 was the second most search Wikipedia topic. Hmm. And then at number one, ladies and gentlemen, running away with it with 50 million inquiries, Chat GPT. I think people just want to know what the hell Chat right. GPT Come on. You was. You knew that, Bob. You're a Chat gpt -er. Yeah. I... Yeah, I didn't have to wiki, wiki it though. You didn't. You just had. Oh, you have because you have a fifteen. But I'm curious six, why some eighteen-year-old in the How much have you paid? There's for? some versions that are paid. I, I do the free version. So if I'm if I'm writing a paper or a resume with the free version, it's not going to be as good as the one of. No, the paid ones are really next level. No. You've used, you've used it? I've watched reviewers. How's that different than Grammarly? Yeah, I'm telling oh, you right comparing. now is that uh, I I've, I've been paying for it for something that I was trying to build my own GPT. 
And maybe it's maybe the coding is the problem. Maybe it's me is the issue. No, I'll say I'm having a real problem with prompts it right now. for pictures and stuff. Oh, AI images okay. are better. Yes, I won't say like writing an essay. Is. There you go. There, there you go. There, there you go. go. There you go. And uh, that's today's uh, top uh, ten things that were in Wikipedia during the year of 2023. We should look up deaths in 2023. I'm going to do that right now. Do we have a floater? I already saw CBS oh. Sunday Morning last oh, you week, did? and they did the whole thing. I could. My wife and I have a ongoing debate over the. CBS Sunday Morning, like that's one of her favorite shows. And I go, it depresses the f out of me every time I, I watch it. It's feel good stuff. Okay. It's like so you want not feel good stuff. I thought they do like four it's all centered around death, basically. Wow. Well, old people. Watch and then CBS. they show you some pictures old at the and end. Daniel. They try to pull it out at the very end with some shots of some deer grazing in a field. And then that's they lovely. play some classical. Hey, Bob. Bob. Trumpet music, Bob. This is the this is the float area where I'm supposed to talk about taboo lingerie. Oh, and you're doing a lot of death before I talk about sex. This is CBS Sunday morning for old people. Doesn't matter your I'm age. Jane They'd love to see you over at Taboo Lingerie. T A B U, by the way, is their own special way of selling it, uh, spelling it. And it's uh, where they've been for over 30 years. Mm. Burn it and research. We've said it forever. Burn it, the greatest of all roads. You can get anything you need. You can get batteries. You can get a tire. Hey, do you need um, a cat of nine tails, a mask, a bustier, and a set of massage oils? Guess what? Taboo can help you out with that. They've got lingerie. They've got the massage oils. They've got um, accessories. They've got battery-operated accessories. Honey dust. Honey dust. Nipple clips. Hey. I'm not sure. <laughs> Oh, affair. I went over the line. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. They're called nipple clamps. Okay. Gotcha. And this place is not uh, weird. You don't enter off the off the alley, the little the little door inside the door that slides open, and you just see the guy's eyes. That's the way a lot of those shops used to be back in the day. But they said, let's make a nice couples focused boutique. You can walk in there. You don't have to feel uncomfortable or weird. It's just. It's right there in a nice strip center. You walk in there and uh, very, very friendly staff that have heard all the questions in the world. So you're not going to get any weird looks. You don't have to feel uncomfortable. In fact, they encourage people, come in because we can answer your questions. There's no, you should have the things that you want, okay? Stop getting the wrong stuff because you go to the big box on the internet, right? Just just deal with Taboo directly or, or talk to them online. TabooToys.com, T-A-B-U. TabooToys.com, Taboo Lingerie, Burn It and Research. So, uh, did anybody, did, who who were the big deaths in 2020? Oh, wait, we're not going to talk about this. Do we want to talk about Golden Globes or? or, or? I didn't watch them. I, okay. The deaths in 2023. There was a lot, but they did it on, on CBS Sunday morning. Not yesterday, but the week before. They did, it's like a five minute piece and they put some real, like they do at the Oscars, but longer. And it was like, wow. Oh, so it was a real deathful year? And it was a lot of musicians, as you can imagine. A lot of rockers, a lot of uh, film people. Oh, You know, they do the celebrities. Gangster Boo from 3-6 Mafia. Oh, man. Rest in peace. He died. G- oh, wow. Yeah, she died. They have the... That's what I meant. They have this listed out deaths per day. So, like, January 1st of 2023. Oh, that was a bad one, right? What? Dude, every one of these days, there's just there's literally hundreds of people that die every day. And Wikipedia writes, "Wait, Lisa, Lisa Marie Presley yep. died." Yeah, 
And that wasn't even the biggest one. Again? I did not know that. Hmm. Yeah. David, David Crosby died? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. Cindy Williams died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tom Verlaine died? That one I didn't know. I've been loving the uh, the viral where kids tell, say, oh, my God, so-and-so dead, 46, in front of their parents, so they get their reaction. Oh, and then it's not, it's not real? Mm-hmm. You think that... It's cruel. That's not right. Burt Bacharach? That's worse than... But it's celebrities. It's nobody you know. Yeah, Burt Bacharach died. Raquel Welch? Yeah, these are all pretty early in the year. Oh, you're going... Yeah, well, yeah. that's the way it goes. Uh, Richard Belzer? The Bells. Yeah, I'm, I was going to go here. I thought it was going to be a list of 10 people. I'm going to be honest with you. I thought I was going to go look at a list of like 10 people. But they have things in there like Michael Blackwood died at 88. He was a documentary filmmaker. Uh, James Aburzik. He was a politician and a member of the House of Representatives. But he left... He left the house in seven, 1979. I, nobody would have even known him. Ed Fury. Do you know who Ed Fury is? Is that a fighter? He was a bodybuilder and an actor, but he was in movies in the 1960s. Yeah, there's a lot of people. And they. this gives me hope for, like, Chewy, maybe you could end up in Wikipedia. Yeah. I mean, I, I won't be known enough for the deaths. In the next few years, I don't, I'm not saying. I'm saying maybe you will be because there's people in here. There's a guy who played for the South Bend Blue Sox. Hmm. Gene Fop, uh, starting pitcher who played from 1946 in the All American Girls Professional Baseball League. Well, that's an interesting story. And Gene Anna Fop. And, uh, I mean, I think you, you've, you more people, hey, dude. I'm sorry. That's all like day. the fourth one It's today. the fifth or sixth, Like actually. I said, I'm like, I know we in. have a cough button. Do we have a, the burp, we have button? a burp button? I think they work our, the same. What's going on over there? I don't know. I just ate a bunch of stuff. This morning? This weekend. Wait, so you're burping, you've got indigestion from something you ate? Late last night. So not even today. Mm-hmm. What'd you eat late last night? I made uh, chicken and stuffing and mashed potatoes and uh, big salad. But what time? Uh, it's probably about eight thirty. Why are you eating that late? Uh, I In don't our know. business, you shouldn't be eating past like five thirty. I know. Six. I'm trying to go to bed at eight thirty now. So it's not like you got anything else going on in your life. That's true. That's where all the eating comes from. Bed at eight thirty. Hey, little baby, does Spencer wow. tuck you in? I mean, that's what time I want to go to bed. I know, but that seems weird to me. I'd be weirded out if I went to bed at 8.30. Why? You get I don't good know. sleep, hydrated? I get to keep, you know, it just my seems good weird skin? To me. I think, I don't know. It says if you want to, they say if you want to lose any weight, you need to be getting proper sleep. Well. And not eating as many Oreos as you've been eating you this eat morning. Oreos and sleep four hours a day? That's what Bob does, and he somehow's gotten down to 150 pounds. Yeah, that's because he that's was my never secret. fat. I'm on the Oreo diet. Get fat and then lose weight. I'll be impressed. An Oreo is dark on the outside and white on the inside. <laughs> Just like so makes them delicious. I'm jealous of those people, though. Uh, which ones? Because they can drop a lot, like numbers-wise. It's guys like me and Matt that like to get the the last five as the 
Oh, I would love to you're, say the last five. It's the last not 15 50 pounds me. overweight? No, I'm not, but I'm just saying that I can never be the guy that goes, I lost 100 pounds. Would you disappear? I mean, you have to be like 100 pounds overweight to do that. Yeah, right. I mean, you can get there. You've got to, you've got to commit do yourself, it. right? I think yeah. I believe you could. I broke All up right. with food. Well, anyway, uh, our condolences... To and the, you missed a bunch. Harry, Harry Belafonte. Dude, I can't get to it because Ryan I'm not, O'Neal. After everybody Alan I've Arkin, named. The great Alan Arkin. After everybody I've named. Melinda Dillon. I'm not even Bob out of Hound. February. I'm literally not even out of February. Here are the people that bought. What's today? January. The man from Uncle. Eight. Suzanne Summers. Here oh. are just the people that died. Pee-wee. Here are just the people that died on January 8th. Well, Paul Rubens died last year? These are yes. just the people that died on January 8th. Charles mm. David Alice. He was 71. He was a molecular biologist. Tina Turner. Okay. Lynette Hardaway, who was better known as uh, Diamond from Diamond and Silk, right? Isn't that? That was like a uh, comedy duo, and they were. I know who it was. Anti-vax. Gordon Lightfoot. Uh, Jack, Bob. I'm just doing the people from today. Oh, okay. You're confusing. Sorry. Me. Go ahead. Everybody out there. Oh, now we're doing it every day. That's all the show's going to be. Okay. We're going to from now back. on. It's. No. Everybody try not to die this year. Matt's obituary. Jack W. Hayford, the Pentecostal minister and hymn writer. He's the founder of the King's University. He was born in 1934. Everybody knows Jack Hayward, right? Hayford. He unfortunately passed. And lastly, Bernie Kalb, who was 100 years old, and he was a journalist. He worked for the New York Times. He passed as well. Tony Bennett. Rest in peace to... Hey, I'm Tony Bennett. Rest in peace to all those people who died a year ago. Not Tony Bennett. Confusing the people, Bob. Hey, not Tony Bennett. How would you like to be a member of the Smashing Pumpkins? I report the news. That's what I do. It's Bob Fonseca's Rocketman. How you doing out there? What's happening? Let's get it on. It's Monday. And we're getting uh, deep in the January. I almost said Jeep in the January. Maybe I should have said that. That would have been kind of funny, actually. Uh, yeah, the rock and roll news. I'm Rock's last great reporter under exclusive contract with KLBJ. I bring you the rock and roll news at this time each and every morning without fail. And uh, things are starting to heat up in the world of rock and roll. The, uh, the rock stars are coming out of their cozy hiatus at home to hit the road and get back into the studio and do all the things that rock stars do. And... Uh, yeah, we got some rock and roll news for you. The first, coming out of the gate, the Smashing Pumpkins. I can't believe they're still out there doing it. You know, the Billy Corgan. They're a great band from Chicago. Been around since the 90s, I think. Maybe, maybe they, did they start in the 80s or not? I know they were heavy radio play in the first 90s. first album was out in 91. That's what I thought. So I thought. I'm assuming they got together in the yeah. late 80s. Yeah. Right, Matt. That's right. That's what I was thinking, too. On Friday, the Billy Corgan-led alt-rock trailblazers put out an open call to the public. To the public, Chewy. Hey, mama! I hate that public. To ask, why are we still doing this? No, Does anyone no, have a Matt, good reason no, that's why not, we are still... That was not the outreach. The outreach was to look for a guitarist. They're inviting all guitarists. Of all shapes and sizes and 
Yeah. All kinds of different guitars and everything to submit their applications to be the new lead guitarist for the Smashing Pumpkins. I can think some people in town I'd like to. I'd like to see Johnny Gowdy in the Smashing Woo. Pumpkins. I'd like to see Kevin from uh, Stone Hat. I'd like to. <laughs> what was the name of that? Stone Hat's pretty good. I well, like that. Soul, soul Hat. Soul Hat. I wanted yeah. to say Fog Hat, and then somehow I, I went see, to Soul Hat. I want to see, like see Gary Gary Floater. I'd like to see Gary, Gary Floater. Floater. I'd like to see Bob Schneider for a week or two be the guitarist oh, yes. for Smash em Pumpkins and steal the show. Who would you like to see, Chewy? Uh, Guitarist-wise? Yeah. Oh. Come on, name one local guitarist. Um, there's one. Uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yeah. That's a sacrilege. I don't know why you did that. Well, that's terrible. Anyway, uh, let me see if I can find out here where you send your if there's a if like a snail mail address or something you can send the tape. I send it to guitarist at. at no, I don't know. I don't know. At BillyCorrigansBand.com. My news machine just. Uh, see a damn oh, news machine yes. just locked. Okay, see. Uh, let's see. You can send. Uh, I don't know. Just wish it, and maybe it'll come true. I don't know. There's no address here. Thank you for this. Just reach yeah. out to them uh, through their website. Slide into their DMs. Slide into their DMs. It's called Manifest. Uh, oh, here you go. Send a pic. Here you go. Pick. Applicants may submit a resume and related materials to spguitar at redlightmanagement.com. I'm going to make a really horrible video because I can't play. Right. And just send it in. And maybe... They'll like the look. Here, where's the guitar? Maybe that you want to do. You want me to shoot your video right now? I just want you to. Let's not. Let's not waste time. Let's do it right now. Okay, I'm sure they're looking for an electric guitarist. Doesn't matter. It's the same thing. Just one's plectrum. I don't have a. I don't have a plectrum. Does anyone have a plectrum? Uh, give us the flight of the bumblebee. All right. No, no, no. Here we go. Are you ready? This yeah. is legit. Now you got to slate it. All right. Here and we're we just gonna fill All our right. box with something stupid. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Three, two. One. Hey, Billy Corgan and the Smashing Pumpkins. This is Bob from Mornings with Matt and Bob, powered by Chewy in Austin, Texas. You know, we're the live music capital of the world, so only be appropriate if you hire me to be your new guitarist. Now, I realize I don't have my electric with me. I just have this cheap $100 Fender. But uh, you want to hear it? Here it goes. All right? All right. I know C. I know uh, D. This is a uh, this is an F. It's not going to be very good, Billy. Here's an A. This is a E minor, maybe. Now I'm going to put them all together for you. And I thought something cool I could do that's never been done before. Check this out. At the end of the set, Billy, I, I, like on the encore, I'll smash this guitar on the stage. Okay. And that will be like... you got to wrap it up now, Bob, or it won't fit on Oh, okay. Thing. Anyway, I hope you consider me. Uh, hit me up at bob at gmail.com uh, or bob at email.com or something. And I'm ready to hit the road, baby. I'll leave my family behind.
Thank you. Good night. Okay, give me that address. My God, I can't, did you not see me giving you the wrap it up sign? 30 seconds is what you have. All right, seconds. That's it. what else do I have? Wait, what's, uh, the, what's the address? I'm literally going to send that right now. Uh, SPGuitar at redlightmanagement.com. SPGuitar at yeah. redlightmanagement. No, don't get me in trouble now. SPGuitar at redlobster.com. There you go. All right, what else did I have for you here? What the news is rather light Woo! because, uh, oh, Michael Bolton. Remember Michael Bolton? Remember that line in Office uh, Office Space? Uh Uh-huh. I'm a Michael Bolton fan. (laughs) Listen, listen. Michael Bolton, say what you will. He's uh, in the lexicon of great rock and rollers. Uh, Michael Bolton revealed he's undergone urgent brain surgery, which has forced him to postpone his upcoming touring schedule. The singer, who's 70, said he's been diagnosed with a tumor, is now recovering from medical procedures. So I hope you feel, all you people that put down Michael Bolton over the years, I hope you feel terrible right now. And that's everybody. I hope you hate yourself. Because look what you did. Look what you done did. Sorry, Michael. Michael Bolton has a tumor. And we wish him the best well, in this new year. And I hope, I hope the procedure... Uh, goes well, and you get back on the road doing what you do, if and Michael that's entertaining Bolton people. Is looking to lift his spirits? May I make a recommendation? What? Don't listen to his own music. No, no, stop it, Matt. You're just being mean. No, man. I mean all of his songs were like sad breakup songs and stuff. Well, the ladies like that. When Break a man up. loves a woman, went hard. Daddy Lee revealed in his uh, book that um, that 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 people sent him inappropriate messages after the death death what? of. Uh, Neil Peart. They weren't dick pics or anything. They, they, what they, I'm sorry. They weren't D pics. Wow. Well, maybe Bob. some pictures. Let's take a shot at it. Some guys of, named Richard sent him pictures. Yeah. Oh, pictures shots. of Richards. Yeah. Uh, but I guess they were opportunist drummers who thought that Rush would be looking for a new drummer straight away. So they start. I don't know if he named any names. I don't think he would do that. They probably meant to send those to. SP guitar guitar at redlightmanagement.com. Uh, he said uh, he still hears from drummers every time a new rumor surfaces uh, about Rush going back out on the road. And who wouldn't want to be a drummer for Rush? Remember when Neil Peart would spin around? Oh, yeah. I saw. I, I have been, though. I worked one Rush show back in the day. It's amazing. I bet. And I saw that rock, that drum kit lift up in the air and then it started spinning around. That's dangerous. I don't even, to the heart. How do you even say stay in your throne? You know, uh, you know a drummer's seat is called a throne. You know that, right? Wait, they're hmm. deucing the entire time? Uh, anyway. Uh, that's just one of the things. I want to read that book. As soon as I get done with uh, Mal Evans' book, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this one. This if you'd Daddy like Lee a free book. copy, just write to sbguitar at redlightmanagement.com. Who is Mal Evans? I'm reading his book. Uh, I'm reading his biography Mal right Evans, now. I believe it's a good he one. played keyboard oh, come on, for... Man. God dang it. it. It just Creedence. shocks me what little you guys know about rock and roll and you work at a rock station. Andy Langer and I both have to walk around this building with paper bags on our heads, with eyes cut out, because we're we, so, we all so embarrassed that. by the people that work in this industry that know nothing about their industry. Uh, Andy Langer does not walk around the building like that. He's carried around the building. On so those, ashamed. He's got one of those Cleopatra things with the four handsome dudes. He's in a chair. Mal Evans. Mm-hmm. 
was the Beatles' bodyguard and fixer and friend. Yeah, idiot. Fixer? Well, you got things for them that they need. Carry a little bag around. Their the dealer. Do- carry a little dope bag around. Huh. But he did other things, too. He bought all their instruments. He'd go to the music store. Like George would say, hey, Mal, I need a Stratocaster. And he'd run around the corner, get a Stratocaster, and bring it in the studio. He was indispensable. His book is amazing. Idiot. Yeah, rockers. Kind of implies the Beatles were kind of predators, but that's okay. No, it's not okay. Oh, did they ever no, say, no, hey, okay. Mal, I need a girl? Is that what you're saying? Mal. Hey, Mal, I need a young girl. It was Make a different dis- time. Hey, hey Mal, Mal, I need a girl under 18. Hey, it's time for Rock and Roll New Junior. Hey, Mal, make her disappear. <laughs> hey, that's a good book, man. I'm telling you. So, living the Beatles legend. And now it's time for Rock and Roll Junior. Are the kids back in school yet? Yeah, they are. Are they heading back to the dropout zone? Hey, kids, it's your old Uncle Bob with the Rock and Roll News Junior. And I'm encouraging you to stay in school, do your homework, listen to your parents, and read lots of books like I do. I'm reading five books right now. And start a garage band. Do that for me, would you? Because you got it. You, it's up to you to save rock and roll. You're the future of rock and roll. If you give up... If you give up, then it's over. It's over. You got to keep it going. So start a garage band. All right. I don't know. Am I going to get in trouble? I'm not defending Joey, Joe Coy. But these articles that are coming out about tasteless jokes and stuff like that, like the Business Insider. So he hosted the, uh, or emceed, I guess, the uh, on short notice, Why? the Golden Globe. explain to me. You don't even did, get paid for those gigs. How did you? How did they pull Joe Coy's name know. out of a hat? I don't know, because everybody else turned him down. But he know. did a joke about Taylor Swift, because she was in the audience, and I don't even know why she was in the audience, because is she up for anything? She probably had a song. and Yeah, she had a whole movie. She had one of the number one movies of the year. What'd she have? The Eras Tour. The Eras okay, Tour. She all did right. a, okay, all right. Concert movie okay. that probably is up for all an right. order Why or two. Why do you hate then women? She, she's allowed to be there then. God, you really are sexist. But Joe Coy did this joke, and everybody's like, oh, oh, I can't believe he did that. Oh, the Swifties. Uh, uh, uh. That's literally what they said. Uh. <laughs> the joke was basically... There's less shots of Taylor in the Golden Globes than there are on NFL football. That's mean. I don't know why. That's mean? That's awful. Is that where we've come to? Yeah. Can you imagine if Ricky Gervais was hosting the Golden Globes and Taylor Swift was in the audience? It would have been 20 minutes. It would have been like the bombing of... It would have been... So it would have been Ricky a massacre. Gervais wouldn't be scared to say what you're about to say. It would have been a massacre. But Ricky Gervais created one of the most successful sitcoms of all time, of all history, and is a stand-up comedian. What, what is Joe? But what is controversial? He had like a, he had like a sitcom on what Netflix lately. When what? did Joe Coy have a sitcom? Let me hold on. What is controversial, kids? Write to me, bobsrocknews at gmail.com, about that Joe. I mean, it's not even a... It's not even that funny. It's so obvious. But that's that's what passes as controversial. Well, we haven't seen the joke, so I can't I'll speak read it to, to you it. pervatum. Okay, mm-hmm. read it pervatum. I'd, I'd like to see it in context so I could hear the inflection, <laughs> but go ahead, pervatum. And I quote Joe Coy. This is not me. Maybe I'm missing something here. As you know, we came on after a football doubleheader. The big difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL? Question mark. At the Golden Globes, we have fewer camera shots of Taylor Swift. Okay. 
That's sending people reeling? No, I don't think anybody has been sent reeling by that joke. I think that you're, I mean, that's just called uh, you, rage I mean, bait. If you look at all, if you look at all the headlines, that's like the number one headline in the country right it's now. It's because if you can put Taylor Swift in a headline, you get a bunch of clicks. Right. Do you know how the world works? No, if we put, I'm not, putting Taylor Matt. Swift in our podcast did title. You, I'm sure you, I would have more than 7,000 followers if I knew how the world worked. Uh, you probably right? had a job working playing guitar for the Smashing Pumpkins if you would have put some Taylor Swift on that. Just sit, telling you, it's how the world It's TS. Hand me the guitar. You know how it used to be, it used to be uh, BC and AD? But anyway. Now it's TS. This is the year three TS. Mm. My God. My God. All right. All right, it's time for the rock and roll news salute. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I had a great time yesterday with uh I met this guy through uh, my 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 friend, my son, not my friend, he's my son, Caden, uh, and and I met this guy named Rooster, who some of you may out th- may know. He's been in the market for a long time, and uh, he took me and Caden on a little uh, magical mystery tour. I'll talk about it when I come back yesterday, but I want to give this shout out to Rooster, his guided tours of Austin. Thank you very much, Rooster. That was amazing. Three hours. Oh, a three-hour tour? Three-hour tour. Did you end up on an island? Did you use coconuts to dial in the radio? Thank you, Chewy, for singing this out. Yeah. All right. That was a good one. Maybe I don't know how the world works anymore, but I know how rock and roll works. I study it. I read about it. I listen to it every day. You know why? Because rock and roll saved my life. It can save your life if you let it, dummy. Remember, we're heading into concert season. There's one thing. If you look, you go to a concert and you don't see me in that VIP, you pay that big ticket and I'm not there. Remember, hey, it ain't really VIP without B.O.B. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's Mornings with Matt and Bob powered by Chewy. We are Austin. We are. That's our slogan. We are Austin. Had fun yesterday. Had fun. Yeah, I don't, I'm not this. known for fun. It's true. You know? But I got a last-minute call. I was, about, I was just about ready to sit down and maybe watch the second game because I hadn't watched any football yesterday. Uh-huh. I was getting all comfortable and stuff. And then I get a call from my son, Caden. He's my oldest. He's like 24. Yeah. And uh, he said, hey, me and Rooster are going to – he wants to take us on a, a e-bike ride today. Now, normally you have to pay for that because he's a tour guide. Uh-huh. But he had some time off, and the weather was kind of nice. The sun had come out for a little while. Uh-huh. And I said, man, and I came up with a bunch of excuses like I usually do. Like, eh, All the I mean, you couldn't go. You know, the, my allergies are bad. If I get on a bike, I'm going to force that stuff through my system. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I got to mount up. I've got to get the mount. I've got to get the hitch thing, the, the the bike carrier on my on on Dylan's car, and then load it up and get my stuff. Anyway, I finally decided. You know what? I'm going to go out and have some fun. And so I did all of that stuff, got my gear together and got the bike on the, the back of my son's truck and then headed downtown. And man, we had a we had a blast on the e-bikes. I had my Super 73. What does Caden have? I can't he's got a different brand. Anyway. Damn. What'd you get him? He's got he he had one. He's had one for like two years. Oh damn. He's got a Zuga. I don't think they're in business anymore, but they're still out there. They're still they're good bikes. Anyway, uh, I was kind of nervous because 
Kane would say, yeah, Rooster wants to take us through these tunnels, right? I go, what tunnels? This is Austin, Texas. We don't have tunnels. We don't have tunnels. Do we? Look at that picture there. What does that look like, the entrance to? Uh, that's uh, a, play- a friend of mine lived there. He passed away, unfortunately. He lived down in there? Yeah. Is that near uh, the... Here, there's the, there's the video. Is that near the lake? No. Not Town at lake? all. Not at all. It's more in the infield area, I think. You have sound up, Chewy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. That's me there. That's Caden in front. Oh, yeah. I haven't ever seen these. Where, where the hell is this? I mean, it was like a... And there was like four of them that were like 100 yards long. Uh, hit up on the volume of your phone. and It, it is. Pop up. Oh. Oh. Mutes on. We're still going. That's a long tunnel. Obviously, people must know about them because there's a lot of graffiti in there. Right. But it's look, I'm still gravity. going. I'm still going. That's pretty cool. Rooster said afterward, he goes, oh, by the way, don't stand up on your bike. Because sometimes you want to stand up. You'll hit your head. Yeah, you'll hit your head. Like, I'm barely, barely clear. Room. Barely clear. Now I'm coming out, and there's like this L.A. kind of canal that you dump into. Look, watch this. Do you know this was down there? Oh, wow. And so, like, there's four of those tunnels and a few shorter ones. And then we rode all over the city, everywhere from, you know, the river to campus to wherever. We were just tooling around. It was fun. Two or you three. still enjoying this bike thing? Shoot, it's, it's, it's so liberating and freeing. Then so why, when someone calls you and says, let's hop on the bikes, why do you start to go, oh, I can't. I got to put it on my son's car. Well, just because I, it takes me, it takes like 30 minutes. to, And I'm 30 minutes out of town, so have I need an hour about, of notice. Have you thought about getting a storage locker? There's a, a oh, storage you know locker facility on West 6th Street, right by where the old Z Tejas used to be, across the street there. Yeah. You could store your bike there for, what, 60 bucks a month? Mm. And then you just at any time, and then you have a place, you'd have ample free parking. That's not result. a bad idea. Ample free parking, and then you'd be ready to ride. I don't hate that idea, but then Thank I wouldn't you. have it at home to ride it around where it might Get a be second bike area. for the house. Okay. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, around the neighborhood. Yeah. But those are here. I'll show you a map. I took. I, I did a pin drop, Matt. Maybe you know. I know exactly where this is now. Yeah, this is coming in from down. Coming in from the north side, headed to downtown. I'll probably be on the right hand side toward like Exposition Drive it's area. Somewhere whatever. around Winstead. It's underneath Winstead Lane, kind of almost under, not underneath Mopac, but almost. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, my guess is that that had to be built when they put in the the tunnels for the. Uh, when you pay for money, you pay money to drive on a road. What's it called? Toll. Toll road. Yeah. No, these lane. are old. I think they're, they're actually what what Rooster told me is it's like it's drainage. It's yeah. like flood drainage. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah. Because it dumps out into that canal or whatever, that concrete canal, like the mini version of those ones in Greece. Remember that movie Greece? Yeah, but that toll road, that toll lane has been there for 12 years ago is when they started building it. 12, 13 years ago. Yeah. If not longer. So that's where, that's where I was. And that was, uh, you guys got to come out. I've offered, he's offered to. Yeah, let me know. To. Well, I got to get a bike though. Yeah, I got to get a bike. I got to learn how to, I got to learn how to keep no, my balance on a bike though. He has them. Give okay, me a what's that? What's Oh, those are the other bikes? Yeah. Yeah, I can't I can't I can't afford to be on one of those things. Yeah, I can't afford we to. We don't have that to kind to of money, dude. Someone else's bike. Yeah, what's we can't afford that. We can't afford to damage other people's Give bikes. Give me 2 dude. years I can save up for this. You guys What 
What? What? That's all we have. Sorry. It looked very cool, though. It looked like you had that fun. That was fun I'm day. Glad. Yeah, yeah. You're we stopped fun. at Taco Flats in Enfield, had a beer and outside, and, you know, get to, you can't. Bob was out there having a blast. Chewy was eating uh, chicken and stuffing and then getting him, giving himself indigestion. I would say that you won Sunday. Yeah, you got I it. did win Sunday. That was pretty. And I got home just, just around sundown. It's so that day. was perfect. It was a good day. It was a good day. Hmm. It's fun. I'm learning a lot about this city. I saw the, this. The, uh, he took us by the Spy Kids house. Did you know that the house that they... There's films, actual Spy Kids in real that life? That they used as the external for the oh. Spy Kids Never seen it. house. And then there's that big... Ca- what is that? You <laughs> might know. I've, ne- I've lived here a million years. I've lived here since 1974. And in that same area around Harris Boulevard or in that area up there, Niles Road and all, there's a big castle with a bunch of growth, on, a bunch of vines on it. And it's like a castle. It's like a, yeah. but it's a residence, but right. it looks like a, it looks like something out of Monty Python or something. Yeah. What is that? That's a uh, castle house. Everybody calls it. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Is it? Hey, it's man, not up on a hill or anything. No, it's I know. Just, it's in the neighborhood, yeah. right? That road T-bones into it. Yeah. I've never seen that. Well, congratulations. And there's a house that's painted like an aquarium? Did you get pictures of all this stuff for our, our new... No, because I, I have to use my phone. That's that's like my dashboard to my bike. We got this new relaunched Instagram. We could have a, like, oh, the amazing castle house. Do you know where it is in Austin? You could have done one of those reels. I'd need, a, I'd need to bring a camera. Come with me. I need to bring I a find... separate camera next thing. I use the phone. The phone goes on your handlebars, and that's what you're... Operating that's a real problem. Bike isn't it? With. That's a real. It's problem. like your Tesla screen for the bike. I don't know what that means. Hmm. I've never been in a Tesla. Okay. All right. I, wish, All right. I thought about you guys the whole day. I wish you'd been there. I, I, wish I'd I, been I, said, I kept saying to Caden, I said, I wish Chewie and Matt were here just with we, us. If we just we if we had just gotten an invitation. We'll reach that level of success one. One day. of these days we'll get invited. Anyway, the tunnels of Austin—they're there. I mean, it actually does look cool. I'd like to go. It's kind of scary. I might just go hang out without the bike. Some cool tunnels. My only problem is I just wish they'd make an electric bike that looked more like an electric bike and less like oh, they have tons a of motorcycle. Those. They have tons of those. I know. But then you told me that I can't ride. I wouldn't be able to ride with you guys. You were like, no, you can't wear, ride one of those. How fast do those lime scooters go? Can I go on a lime scooter? Oh, yeah, can I, go, my can I lime scooter with you I'm guys? I'm unlocked to like 33 miles an hour now. That's almost a motorcycle. Almost. Except you've got pedals on it. And it doesn't go as fast. Yeah, it doesn't make any noise. Oh, it does. It was... <laughs> it was really loud in that tunnel. You really hear those electric motors whirring in that tunnel. Damn, boy. in now for some... Damn, boy. That's thick. Headline. Headline. Let's do it. 750-esque. Time to hit the Austin area headlines. Let you know what's going on around the uh, around the city. Uh, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? The uh, the rates on Austin area toll roads are increasing. Wait a minute. Rent's going down. Toll roads going up. I, I, mm-hmm. I can't figure this one out because toll roads originally used to be built as a way to pay off the road itself. Right, and then once it's paid off, they it go, it's free. A, it's free. They it's would take down the toll the freeway. Boots, a freeway. <laughs> um, and it's not how America works. Instead, uh, US 183, US 183A, Highway 290, State Highway 71, State Highway 74, they're all rising. Uh, ex- now, it's, mini- it's minuscule. It's like five cents a trip. You'll be paying extra, 4%. But uh, 
it is going up. Uh, which I'm trying to figure out because um, I would understand if they said, hey, look, we've we've been giving such incredible service. But as you know, we've been right. talking about it on the show for years, literally a years. decade at least. I had that one long fight when I, we, we were vocal about it where I was like, they've made, I know they've made the mistake. I know they made the mistake right. and I eventually just paid it off. Right. And literally like a week and a half after I paid it off, they came on saying, oh, it turns out we had this computer error and we're going to forgive all these bills. I called them up and said, hey, I paid this thing. that you're not, And they said, oh, sorry, we can't. Yeah, we can't go back and retroactively forgive that. It's a mess. It'd be one thing if it all worked great. Yeah. I don't understand why there can't be some mischievous teens or anarchists that just keep destroying the cameras constantly to where, hey, we'll just oh, take wait it Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? That's destruction of property. That's a- When what's taxing me to take a road every time I take it? Well, that's thing of, of old kings. Until we eat the rich, that's how it's going to be. You right keep, on. Uh, well, that's your Monday news right there. Hey, here is some uh, 25 new Austin police officers were sworn in over the weekend, the 149th cadet class. It's the first one to graduate this year. Uh, woefully understaffed, the APD has been for some time. And uh, the chief says 25 new cadets will be uh, a key in helping with the department's staffing crisis. Um, we are currently, I think, somewhere like around four, we're, we're like 400 cops less than we're supposed to be at, at, at our staffing levels, like 400 less. 25 is going to barely make a dent. Now, here's the thing. Here's where I'm, I feel kind of trapped. I'll go part-time APD. Some people talk about shootings, Undercover. and they're like, oh, we, we have these shootings because they defunded the police. That's It just logically doesn't add up. Mm-hmm. I know that one guy will call and call me a liberal for that, but mm-hmm. it, it doesn't add up. Cops rarely are just appear out of nowhere if you're being robbed on the street and jumping full of bullets. It's not, not, <laughs> right, not how right, crime right. fighting works, okay? Right. It, Batman, have, it works that way in Batman, but... If you want low crime in an area, you need to have things like affordability and uh, lots of good jobs mm-hmm. and you need uh, good support systems. That's actually how you fight crime. It's not police officers. That's real. That's just economics will teach you that. But you do want police officers for other elements. And I'm excited about that. Here's the problem. They've been so busy that APD has not looked, not even blinked, at the inspection sticker on my car. And... See, I'm crazy about those. I'm, I'm, I'm not even. I've, I've, done, I've done a full year before. Yeah, You've I'm, gone I'm right out. I'm right out of full year. I freak out if I'm, I'm a right day out of full over. year. I'm right out of full I just, year. If and there's a cop is, around, I take the other exit and yeah. loop around. Yeah, I'm. I. Well, my thing mm-hmm. is, is I don't want us to get enough staffing where I have to start. Now, I love getting my car inspected because I go over to Terry's, uh, Terry's Burnett Road love inspection. Terry. I go to the old school yeah. OG, which is no longer on Burnett Road because they built some condos across the entrance to right. it. Now, he does have one on Burnett Road, but the one on, what's it, ba- Jim Hogg Road or Jim whatever? Jim Hogg. Two G's. Terry's is where I like to go. I'd like to see how far I can go without getting inspected. I've gone over a year before. Yeah, I've gone like a year can or I so. Tell, can I give you a warning, though? Have you ever gone fully over a year? Because if you go fully over a year, then you have to re-permit your car. It's a real pain in the ass. Don't do it. Yeah. What? I did that. They didn't I went if you go more than 30 right? days, you got to go to the tax office and do it. They won't do it at HEB, which takes a lot of convenience. HEB? You do it online and they mail it to you, idiot. Come on, man. Oh, oh. Hey, I was just kidding. 
I was. Oh, I'm sorry. I really upset Bob. Fight him. Bob, I was kidding. Fight him. Don't actually fight me. What can I do? How do I apologize for this? Not an idiot. He's actually likes, smart. He just likes HUB. I actually have a degree. Can I offer you my hand and a handshake? I did not mean to call you an idiot. I was just making like a joke. I get it. I get it. But it's convenient to go to HEB. But no, if you go more than 30 days. It's never convenient to go to HEB and stand in a line. If you go more than 30 days, then you have to go to a tax office or some other place. Yeah, my tax office. And that's where they'll through. look at your priors, too. And a guy will come from the back room and go, come with us, sir. Did you see nah. Bob almost caveman me? Uh-huh. He almost just caveman me. No. I've never heard of I don't. I, I tell you what's going on today. I go to okay. the drive through one at uh, in Flipperville. Nice. Well, anyway, there you go. Uh, 25 more uh, police officers. Uh, this is just for uh, my friend Chewy here. San Francisco's famed Midnight Bagel is coming to Austin for a residency. I bring this up because I know you love pop-ups and you love Instagrammable foods and you love when influencers come to our city and displace the businesses we already have here. I know you have started to uh, love that. I don't like that. I like when a better food then place Then how come you town. want nuts for the not-a-damn-chance burger? Because it's good. Okay. He was talking like, about I, the I'm other sorry. day. And look, look at my live spot board over here. I mean, if Austin businesses want Chewy to endorse them, they're not doing a great job. So Midnight Bagel then, I'm just gonna... has stuff like the buckwheat black. The cream cheese spreads like plain jalapeno and scallion. Oh, how? How did they crack that code? Now, I will say, I, I'm honest with my reviews. Red Farm came in from New York. It's kind of mid. Was it? Sorry. The wow. Red Farm. Our, my, my You're apologies. like a regular Joe Coy. <laughs> Tearing it up. Controversy. Midnight Bagel collaboration will run from January 1 through the end of the month at the Cafe at the Lauren, which is that hoity-toity, fancy-schmancy hotel. It sounds like something in a Dr. Seuss book. The Cafe at the Lauren? It does. It does. And that's uh, today's uh, Thick Headlines. Bob. I'll go check out. Bob, who is very smart, (laughs) college-educated, and (laughs) well-rounded. Could you tell the fine people about QC Kinetics? I can. Then I have to ask you guys about this new, a new thing that I've seen popping up around our city. And I saw it on Reddit, and it took off on Reddit. and, And it's something that I've been wondering about myself. Have you noticed a gigantic increase in canvassers around the city? No, I had to chase that one guy off my doorstep, and I'm not uh-uh. even in the city. They're coming out in the, in the burbs. And, and that's yeah. door-to-door canvassing. I'm yeah. talking about, like, if you walk downtown right now, almost every oh. corner has another organization, two people Save in shirts, who will like to ask you for money. I do the loop around. I look at my watch, and then I curve around. Someone wrote, am I, al- am I alone in being annoyed with the approach of canvassers on hike and bike trails? I think it's not... On ju- hike and bike trails? Yes. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's, it's supposed to go there to relax, not to be dodging. It's increased in the places where the canvassers exist and work now. It mm-hmm. used to be like like one corner downtown, and then it became nearly all of them, and now it's at the mall. As you walk out of a store... And then I and I still thought, well, I guess maybe those are semi. Uh, but the idea that you would be on the hike and bike trail and be approached by canvassers. Here's the the trick about a lot of this is that I suspect I don't have proof of this. I suspect that a large chunk of these canvassers 
work for a professional canvassing company and not directly for the charities that they are mm. raising monies for. Hmm. Or, you're talking about the hike and bike trail, maybe like people are like, well, I was going down there anywhere this anyway this weekend to run. Why not make a little money on the side? Yeah. Well, I, a lot of them will say, like, they'll be wearing the shirt that says, like, the Nature Conservancy. I, I'm just, I, that's a guess. I don't. What's the one from Seinfeld? The people? No, what's the thing? The. The. Uh, well, what? The I human. The human fund. The human. <laughs> that's my favorite charity is the human, human fund. Human fund. <laughs> and, people uh, giving to people. They're just talking about, hey, how aggressive they become. This, this one guy's telling a story about it. I, I was down there you, and. And I'm basically saying no, and they're continuing to follow me. And then they started to hit me with stuff like, so you don't support women. Is that what you're saying? If you're saying that's what I'm saying, I guess. You Which know. is a weird, aggressive way to go about things because it can cut. It, it, they're not filming you, are they? Mm-mm. No. That'll be the next step. But that's why I'm saying I suspect that these people aren't actually hired directly by the company because you would train people to say, Please be polite or whatever. Yeah. You wouldn't right. train someone to attack. Or they're commission-based. Well, that's what I mean by they're yeah. professional canvassers. You get a job with a company, and then they say, okay, we're going to go raise money for said, and you get to keep a percentage of that. And they keep a bigger percentage, and very little goes to the charity. Correct. That's, that's why somebody even here says, I work for a charitable organization. I want to remind you, if you want to financially support the organization that they're representing, please donate directly to that organization. Right. Many of these are paid canvassers, not volunteers who believe in the cause. A big chunk of your donations oftentimes get skimmed off the top by the company that hires them. Called a middleman or woman. Some of these people seem very aggressive, and that's because they are working on commissions. Their life depends on it. Yeah. Uh, but I've noticed a huge, huge increase over the last, uh, I want to say, 18 months in the city in what I consider to be kind of strange locations. Are they looking for, for what are they asking for? Cash? Because no one's carrying yeah. cash anymore. Well, that, this is where the problem is starting to rise up. In So when I when I grabbed this, this, is, this hit Reddit 19 hours ago. And so yesterday I was prepping for the show today, and I think this was maybe two hours old when I set it in my box. Mm-hmm. And there were two, only two comments on it. There are now hundreds of people telling stories about, hey, somebody took my phone number off of my, took my cell phone number. A guy took my cell phone number from the digital form I filled out, and then he texted me to ask me out. Huh. Which is not right. No. Um, you can do that? Some, some people are some saying, just can. tell them to go screw themselves. I don't know that you have to be rude no. to somebody. I just do the walk around. I do the wave off. like, And then I look and I point at my watch. I just do, like, I do the same thing with the Girl Scouts. I'm like, I already got some. I already got those cookies. Oh, yeah, yeah, or yeah. I already donated to that. So this, this is odd. Um, after ignoring somebody, they began talking up my six-year-old. And then said, does your dad want to give to our organization? Hmm. 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 I mean, I don't really have a... I don't think that you that you fix it by necessarily creating more laws. I mean, you can, I don't think you can make it no. illegal to canvas. I'm just wondering well, why. It is problematic. Because, is it just... I wonder if it's just Austin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think... I mean, no... 
I mean, there's if there's money to be made or a scam. That's what I'm saying. Like it'll be everywhere. Austin, San Francisco, Seattle, Nashville, Atlanta. It's a, it's hot tourist cities. I but think they have a Venmo code or a QR code or something. If you walk from how are they collecting the northern part of South Congress to the southern, which is what four or five blocks? Yeah. I bet you'll run into two different groups of cameras. And what's the closing rate for them? I, it's got to be very little. Got to be one in a thousand. Like who stops and listens to a pitch unless you're really lonely or something. Mm-hmm. And you want to talk to anybody. Mm -hmm. Now, this person brings up a good example of what to do. They say, I point to my ear and I do the phone signal and say, I'm on the phone. Oh, but you have something in your ear. No, he says, I never have anything in my ear. I just say, sorry, I'm on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) Which I love. I love. I I think it's great. And I think I'm going to start using it. I take my wallet out. I turn it upside down. I open it up and nothing falls out. Dude, that that doesn't. I got nothing. Uh, who hit me up the other day? Oh, a woman came up to me in the parking lot of the grocery store. She goes, excuse me. And I go, yes. And she had a cart with her. And I thought she was going to be like, can I take this cart? Are you using the cart? Whatever. Yeah. And she goes, and she starts telling me a long story about yeah. why she needs money. And I go, ma'am, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I don't carry cash, which is the truth. And she goes, well, I have Venmo. I have Venmo. I have PayPal. You can just PayPal me. And I was like, no, no, thank you. And, uh. And then she just took the cart and put it behind my tr- truck. Oh. <laughs> off. <laughs> I was like, all right, good on you. I mean, a little aggressive. Yeah. A little aggressive, but okay. I'll allow it. Uh, we finally, the Bearden household finally took down Christmas over the weekend. Me too. I got really lazy this year and didn't want to, generally we'd take it down maybe like, Right before New Year's Eve or at the latest right. New Year's Day. New Year's Day is the latest. I like it down. It's amazing how the good, good times though. stop rolling. It made me feel good, though, that you didn't take yours down either no. until this weekend. Too much stuff going on. Why Why? Why was it up so late for us this year? I don't know. I don't know. But I finally unplugged the tree yesterday. My wife started taking the ornaments off. And then I realized the lights on top of my house, which I normally don't do. Mm-hmm. Those have been going on every night. Oh, I, mine are unplugged, but I will say, when I say we took Christmas down, there's still a, there's one run of lights outside that are on the, like the gutters. Yeah. That are still there. Now they're unplugged, it's but they're still It's a hot topic, there. man. It's a hot debate because uh, I've been looking at several websites and a lot of, they, they don't all agree on uh, when it comes down. Well, I, um, I there's some say, religious traditions. There's this twelve um, night thing, the, right? Right, the twelve night, the twelve days of Christmas or whatever. And I mean, I wanted to leave my lights up at least because I wanted to celebrate January sixth in a traditional <laughs> way. <laughs> no, I was thinking the same. I knew <laughs> I wanted to have the traditional right. lights up for January sixth. Right. You have a special ornament. Yes, <laughs> a special ornament. a snow globe of the Capitol. Yes, being stormed and. Uh, Yes. Some people don't have... It says here on today.com, and I think we can trust today, right? Yeah, I do. There, It says here, some people have no problem leaving them up past Valentine's Day. Okay, not... That's... I don't know. That seems nuts to me. Yeah. I like them. I think they should be year-round. 84% of responders say they take their holiday decorations down sometime in January, and 51%... Wait, that's a lot of percent. That's more than 100%. Hmm. Yeah. I think they should be year-round. I don't understand why it's... I mean, just don't make them Christmas-based until December. Well, what, what do you, what, what's the difference between Christmas-based lights and year-round lights? I don't know. There was this house in Taylor that used to have the uh, 
the bat signal on top, and they used to have decorations with lights and stuff. Did and they I, give you a good feeling, or did you just go? Fun. I liked it. Just... I was like, Grandma, let's go stop by. Let's oh, pass okay. by the Batman. So you didn't house. do what I do. You didn't judge and go lazy. No, no, no. I like lazy people. I like life and people living. Even more so than decorations coming down. I cannot listen to Christmas music one second after, like on on December twenty sixth at midnight or whatever. Hmm. I'm yeah. done. I don't really? want to hear any more Mariah Carey. I don't want. To, it doesn't make any sense. I watched a this, Christmas movie over the weekend. That's nuts. I watched the holdovers that you told me. To oh, watch. well, that's a disguised as a yeah. That's no, a good that's a story. Christmas movie. It is. It and is. I wait. And I will tell you this: when I watched it, I thought, oh my god, I wish I'd have watched this before Christmas. Then because, you got the feels. But it when I watched it after Christmas, it didn't feel right. Like I think if I watch it in the summer, that might be okay. It's too close to Christmas. Right, right. after, it felt like I'd missed something. Yeah. Right. It's a good movie. Some good. Did it win some Golden Globes? I don't think it did. I don't know. Should yeah. we review that? Do we need to find out what won Golden Globes? We'll do last that night? later. We can no, do that we later. Don't care. We don't care. That's not this show. They're sh- they're all about getting the biggest stars on camera. They're Who? not about what? Golden Globes. Yeah, like they just want they just want to meet the famous people. The That's press. why they had the Joe Coy joke about. Taylor Swift was so they had a reason to put the camera on her. Uh, Suspect, anyway. Yeah, we did a whole. I I don't know. Does anybody get this way? So when I say we finally took everything down, I really should say my wife. She did the majority of the heavy lifting. Okay, she has to. To go up in the attic? Where does it go? In the garage? She started. We're we're starting to really communicate now after twenty years of being married. Where she. Yeah, it goes up in the attic, and she has started putting stuff away in the attic now because she knows that it, 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 I always wind up in a bad mood afterward. Right. I'll hit my head on the rafters two or three times. I get out of breath because I have to fold my body over in that weird way, and I got too much guts inside my, uh, my torso. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Enough room for everything in there anymore. And uh, so now I would pack everything up, and then she puts it into the attic, which is great. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's amazing. But here's look. the issue I am having. My wife says that cleaning calms her. She says it's therapeutic. She can come to my house and be really calm if she she says when she's cleaning, it puts her in a good mood, which I don't get because it does not for me. And here's the thing, especially when it's on a Sunday. So yesterday she just woke up in a tear and was like, I want to clean this house. And I mean, she went into like full on like scrubbing baseboards kind of thing. So now here's here's where I have some real PTSD. Growing up on Sundays generally was the time when my mother lost her mind. My dad would lose his mind. And would after be church, furious. After the glory of going to church. And angry with us and say that the kids didn't respect yeah, her or love her. And then she would angrily clean and guilt us. And it would always be a fight. And we would have to be quiet and walk on eggshells around each other every Sunday. And it would hold it would hold over every Sunday. to Sunday dinner or whatever. Because yes. we'd always eat yes. early on Sunday. Yes. Like it was and lunch, then I would dinner. Always, uh, my friends would call and say, hey, do you want to go skate? And I'd be like, I can't. My mom's just mad. I can tell. And I never wanted I to say, can I go? Socks and I never wanted to say, can I go down to the copy center? Just where we would, it was the, the office supplies places where they had a nice drop in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't. I can't. It's got to stay here. In this house of heavy feelings, and I know, and I know, we're going down a rabbit hole here because we started with Christmas decoration, but that's all—that's all about the Sunday blues. That's the only—that's the only reason for that. 
Everyone's mad. Yeah. Everybody's mad on a Sunday. At least mm-hmm. back in the days when it was when everybody had more of a traditional schedule. Now everybody works all the time, all the, seven days a week. Maybe a shift worker or whatever. But I think I think everybody has a Sunday blues held over from probably when they were in school. Well, I can't. Well, you just didn't look forward to Monday. And it put me in an absolute panic yesterday when my wife started. And I, I tried to explain to her, when she's cleaning, I instantly feel terribly terrible. I feel like I'm in trouble. It's a woman's job. Oh, God. Dude, <laughs> dude, dude come on, man. I know. I just wanted to get a We only have one female listener, and you're going to run her off. Work for Joe Coy. <laughs> Did a Barbie joke last night. No, I don't believe that. You know that. I, I The fight, the, not the fight. Fight's a strong word. Let's not use, let's not fight anymore. The disagreement or the, the what's the word? I'm, the debate that I have with my wife every year is I'm pushing these big plastic tubs back up into the ceiling, into right. the attic, mm-hmm. is a lot of the stuff that I'm putting back in the attic, we haven't used Just, in five right. years. I know. There's I know. garland and lights that are burned out that I'm too lazy to test. And it goes all and I go, why don't we just get a dumpster and get rid of these? We still have bedding from when my grown men children were kids Aww. in boxes. Like they're they're crib bedding. That's memorabilia. That's I almost but, feel but who takes that out and looks at it? Some. Here's what's funny is that you should take all of your Christmas decorations down on the sixth, burn them on your front lawn, and that's <laughs> how you celebrate January sixth is by setting a fire like in your that. front. You know what I mean? Like I that like becomes that. the American tradition. It'd be more fun if it was one community fire. We'd make a big bonfire. Everybody brings their stuff down to the cul-de-sac. Oh. And you just everybody throws it into one big That's therapeutic file. But we I, I'm always storing Christmas stuff and Halloween stuff for what and I will not decorate for Halloween anymore. We, we don't have children. There's no reason to. Mm-hmm. But I have all this stuff that we haven't used in years that never comes out and is never displayed that we still store. That's hoarding, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's a form of it. Light hoarding. Light hoarding. Mm-hmm. Hoarding light. Seasonal hoarding. Um, no, I don't, but I can't, and I can never talk her into throwing it away. But it's better than like having to buy something again, you know. But if you're not, on, if you're but on we're a going budget the opposite. My, my wife, as we packed up this year, said, and I think she's a liar. I think she's a liar because she mm-hmm. said it, and I know she's she lied. But she said, I think I'm done. She goes, that this is enough Christmas stuff. We don't need to get Christmas stuff anymore. Well, that's what I'm saying. We're going. Everybody's like, going the opposite a, direction. I think you're with, a liar. Yeah. yeah. Because you lie. get excited every year at Christmas, and you you get more Christmas stuff every year. Be, and I don't. Uh, at, at what? This is another thing where I. Are we? Is your is your wife similar to your mother in any ways? To my mother or her mother? To your mother. Because they say you marry your mother or whatever, and I didn't never no, really believe that. My until, mom was really super short, and my dad and my and my wife is super tall. So, well, I didn't hmm. mean physically. Interesting. I would hope that she didn't remind you of your mother physically, with what all the things that you do. No, with that. I think I went in the opposite direction. Did you? My my mom was a little bit of uh, like me. Because it, <laughs> it used to drive me crazy that my mother would collect all this holiday stuff to yeah. put up around the house. It's like, it's a waste of money. You don't have any money. She's a single woman. You don't have any money. And I see you hoarding all of this holiday. I mean, Thanksgiving stuff and Arbor Day stuff, Fourth of July stuff. Does she still have kids stuff from when they were babies? She had all Now she does. Does she have her wedding dress? We we finally moved her out of her old house and and burned most of that. 
here's the most morbid thought that I had. And I've been having this since I was probably in my 20s or 30s mm-hmm. when I put up the Christmas decorations. And this is for real. I'm giving you inside. I'm giving you some ABCs of me right now. All right. I always have this morbid, morbid thought as I'm pushing those boxes up into the attic every year. And I dread it. I know it's coming. I know that day's coming where I push it up. And I'm, and I'm thinking, will I be around to bring these down? Wow, Bob. Next Christmas, wow. or will there be another man helping my wife? A stronger man having no bringing, bringing Why are you boxes. leaning into those thoughts? I don't know. Do but you I feel that you've like aged it was just, to that point? No, I was, I was thinking those things. Like, like this, is a, this is something that you only see and only do once a year. It's what same you're going time every right year. now that makes you think that. No, no. I, was, I said, I just set, it, I set up this premise by saying that I've been thinking that thought every Christmas for a long time since I was young. Hmm. Like when I'm pushing it up there, I'm like, this be the last time I see this tree, this fake tree. Dang. And I've been th- threatening to, I have an artificial tree. Okay, hate me. I have Fight one me. too. I love it. Uh, 20 years ago, I was, I was saying, this is the last Christmas for this tree. This is the last Christmas because it's falling apart. Like the, the actual fake branches are coming off. And I, every yeah. year I have to get little screws and put them through these little eyelets at the end of the branch to, to hold the branches back on. And I've been... It's tradition. you got to have the same tree. Mm-hmm. Consistency. No, we. I get a new fake tree every couple of years. And I take the old one and I plant it out on 360. <laughs> mm. <laughs> hey, plant a tree. That's a good thing you're doing. Yeah. For the Stays green year-round. It makes a home for the be- the birds. Did people do that this year? Did they decorate the trees over Not there? Not much. There were a bunch of signs saying, don't do it. Don't do it? Yeah. Really? There were a bunch of warning signs. And what was worse, what was bad about that... It's the city. What was bad about that it's was that... City. And I don't. I wish I had stopped and taken a picture of the nomenclature or whatever, or whatever it said. But what was bad about that is that's more. that was more unsightly... Than the decorated than trees. Than the decorations. Having warning signs on every tree with, with, you know, like a white warning sign with red, bold print. And no one does that anymore. There were very few decorated trees on 360 this year. Wow. And I don't know, the, know what other parts of town do it, but I do know it was for, only just for a while there were these Often signs on it's all there. the trees. From who? The, the naysayers? I don't, I don't know. I'm assuming it could have been marketing. I don't know. I'm assuming it marketing. was the city. Because it was all ide- they were all identical and it had red lettering. But maybe no. But maybe it was some cause. Should as a show, should we go out and decorate trees next year, and and just say this fu brought to you by Mornings with Matt and Bob, powered by Chewy or I Chewy? Do you want your just, name left off of that? F-U. I think this is uh, no. Put me down for whatever. I, I think, think this is just another sign that the city is a a mishmash of people from everywhere that don't don't follow the traditions. Mm-hmm. And that tradition hadn't been going on that long, but maybe 20 years, 10, 15 years, 20 years. Yeah. So I think all those things, everything's off the table now. And there's no Austinites. Well, Austin we've, we've gone down a rabbit hole, but it's, I think every, I think Austin traditions are off the table now. Well, I'm writing that down because we're going to talk about that later. In the there's week. new, there's Austin new traditions. Maybe there's new traditions on the way, and maybe the old ones needed to go away. But I think decorating 360 is a thing of the past. And the city never really cared for it. 
So we've agreed that... Because people never took the stuff down, and it would get wet and blow, and they would say... I remember when they were saying it was a danger to drivers because it could yes. blow on their windshield and... Yes, they were just looking on. for reasons looking to tell for, people no. Right. Look, it, it came down to the same thing. Hey, after Christmas... The decorations stay up a little long, and they get a little well, dank, wet, and they get all wet, and they get soggy. <laughs> that was the whole thing. And then right. they're like, and then we're worried because uh, it's it, it basically it's litter. Yeah. And you go, yeah, okay, basically it is litter, but that's good litter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so I'm gonna, right. I'm going to call that and it's part good, litter, positive so it's, litter. It's glitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. G apostrophe litter. litter. It's gut litter, and it's positive litter in that it is bringing the community together. And the issue we have in the city is that we're a community that is slowly peeling. We're a giant iceberg that's breaking up. We're a calving glacier, this city is, and going in a bunch of different directions. I just realized that someone just named glitter after litter and glam. Yeah. Put together. Right. That's what it is. It's cheap to buy. It's, it's not like glitter is expensive. Hmm. Anyway, my problem with the tree decorating on 360 was the fact that people were quitters. They would only decorate as high as they could reach. No, I, look, Austin, it was a huge... <laughs> like, it's only the first five or six feet of the tree that's decorated. Right. Everybody agreed, and I said it, and I think maybe one person said, no, that's not right. But when I had a remote downtown, that was a, like Christmas week or the week mm-hmm. before, There's no, or Thanksgiving, actually, and there was nobody in town. This is now a town that's full of people that don't have a home or family. They go somewhere where there is their parents oh, or home right? or, or big whatever. There it's is a big no, exodus. There, well, is, now, there is no roots. There's no roots with a family well, where let's people be, are coming Let's in. be fair, though. Mm-hmm. That's kind of always the way the city was because for a long time, 50% or however much of the city did leave at holidays because it was a college town. College and, and the, the State Department, and that's, you know, I'm talking about the state office or whatever, mm-hmm. the, the politicians would all split town. And right. the whole population here was 250,000. Well, 50,000 of that was at the university. Right, and they're gone. Well, maybe downtown wasn't wild ever during those times, but I don't know. As far as the families all through in and out of the city, whether it's north, central, south, it was the same kind of vibe. I don't think there was less people. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know on that one, but let's go. Let's go back to the beginning, and we could confirm now that you're. We since Bob and I have done it, we've confirmed that you should have your, you should have all of your Christmas yeah, decorations up, down. Take it down. <laughs> and then if you're cleaning, it shouldn't be on Sunday because it makes Dad feel guilty. I want to know what Kara charges. Damn, bro. Yeah, that's I, mean, gives, I mean, for uh, what to clean the house? Yeah, all of it. <laughs> I mean, if it makes because her, I have no, hey, I, I have no, I have no control over any of it. So I guess she just charged all of it. If Does that it make makes sense? her happy, I do not want to stand in the way of her happiness, and I'm going to let the doors it's of my hard home for me swing I, open. I essentially for her to follow come in her and be around. Happy. I assume she's angry because that's what I've just been trained. Is that if she that if she's cleaning on but a Sunday, she, she must likes be, it. I know, but I follow around going, "What can I do? What can I do?" And she's like, "Get out of my way! Leave me alone!" And I'm like, "But I can't." I can't because I'm in trouble. I feel like I'm in trouble. It's hot. I, well, so it's I got, hot, isn't it? I got she busy. She did a thing where she ties a little bandana around her head. And I got busy mm-hmm. yesterday, and I put together. We'll talk about it later. It's hot, in the week, right? But I put together all of my organization for the year yesterday. I worked for like nine hours. Oh, for the show? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Booked a bunch of stuff. We're in good shape. Who's calling us? What do they want? Uh, I don't know what Brandon would want at this moment. Brandon. 
Hey guys, what's happening? Uh, I stopped by and saw Manny the other day. He said he's going to call in, but that it's was that glitter. a threat? Hello. Go, Go ahead. ahead. Yeah. I just asked if that you're trying to Bob, threaten us. Bob just sounded out whatever he was sounding out. It was awesome, you guys. No, it sounded like a threat when you said Manny it's said he's going to call. Yeah, it is good letter. You're all in trouble. No, but yeah, that was awesome. So happy New Year, you guys. Thank oh, you. All right. Thank you. Yes, Brian. sir. That's it. All right. That was Hell a little screen you did on that one. Man. Not bad. Sorry, man. Did I just get accused by Brandon of stepping on Brandon? I can step on anybody I want. No, no, no. He was just calling to say that he really liked that when you sounded out the word oh. glitter. Ah. With oh. the, with, Take with, back the stomping, though. With G litter. Yeah, I, I, uh, so I really, where this really began was a discussion of am I incredibly or are you incredibly lazy for not taking down Christmas earlier? I think we've accepted that that's okay. I don't know when the lights that's across the, the roof line are coming down. Even if they're off, they have to come down. I don't know if which, I can get back on a ladder because the last time I got on a ladder, no. I ruined this arm and I still can't use it. So I don't Don't know. you have some kind of system where you just get a hook and pull the first light and then the rest of them you can pull the rest of them down mm-hmm. i mean i do have a system that i could make that work I, the problem is that i just wouldn't be able to use those lights again <laughs> but i could definitely just pull them off of there for sure uh so we got that confirmed then we also said hey it shouldn't happen on a sunday though because it it right i think that's why i'm off today is it all day yesterday which is supposed to be part of the weekend i spent all day yesterday Feeling bad, mm-hmm. feeling like I was in trouble. Sunday the kid blues stuff. plus the kid stuff, the cleaning, the stuff you have left over from a kid. Because you said that your dad was the same way; he would get mad about going oh, back to work. Oh my god! Or we called it. He'd put on Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass on the stereo, and then just start like yelling at everybody for being a slob. Pick up the socks. Yeah, I didn't think I was that messy, but I guess kids never do. But. I've never seen my house. As it was just clean it was just basically shoes and socks that bothered him, like anything on the floor. It wasn't like we were deep cleaning the baseboards or under the refrigerator or anything. It was just the stuff that was out in the open. But had maybe to be he put had, away. Maybe he'd been getting yelled at on Sunday from because that's that, that's where that guilt comes. Well, he's in. also a military guy. Do, do the military you don't only go clean into on a Sunday? Barrack, you wouldn't go into a barracks and see a bunch of only on Sunday. Yeah. Hmm. And see yeah, a bunch of stuff lying around. You got to put it in the locker, foot locker. Yeah, you saw Officer and a Gentleman. I didn't I actually. Oh, I'll be sorry. honest. Oh with you. man, you're missing. I out. mean, I'm familiar with it. Like, you it, missed out. I know that the guy kills himself at some point. Oh, spoiler, spoiler alert! Are you kidding me? Holy cow! The gentleman or the officer? One of them. Neither of them. It was a secondary character. It was the guy with the red hair. Oh, thank oh, spoiler! Thank David, what's his name? Hasselhoff. No, Car- Crosby. Um, Blaine. No. Mm. I don't remember his, the actor's name. We also confirmed that my my wife will be getting no more Christmas decorations, though I think she's, that's a lie. I'd be worried if I sold them for a living. Like, Christmas think, decorations? Yeah, because I think it's going the opposite direction. You think everybody's going to get fewer Christmas decorations? I think people are cutting back. And really, once you get them, you don't need... They, they never expire. There's I, always one more. They'll get more creative. There's always one more, dude. Your you brain is, you're, you're using, you're operating with dude brain right now. They're going to start so, to make cool things we want instead of just like, I don't know, a cardinal or some dumb like snow globe thing that hangs. They're going to get yeah. more creative. Like, you know what? what? You know, 
Uh, our favorite pop culture moments. Like there was a uh, good. I almost there. I wanted this snow globe, but it was a hundred dollars. It was a uh, Sopranos. Oh uh, no, I don't like that. I find that stuff to be non-traditional. I don't want it in my house. You know what gives Trash. me the, mm. the most joy at Christmas time is when I hear somebody over here or someone tells me. I bought one of those pre-lit Christmas trees, and it, they don't light up any. It doesn't light up anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, why would you buy a $500 pre-lit Christmas tree when you know that every string of lights that you've ever bought in your life lasts about a season or two? Can I tell you that I buy a pre-lit Christmas tree, and it works great, and it has for five years. You're lucky. Yeah, you're one of the lucky ones. But my thing was I bought it for 150 bucks, and I was like, if I can get five years out of it, 25 bucks a year, it's great. Oh, it's gone. I haven't had to put up any lights, anything. It's great. Goes in a box, goes away in a hurry. I don't trust him. It's out next year. Yeah. Uh, Let's take that call, and then let's get out of here. All right. Let's go to Mike. What's up, Mike? Hey, how's it going, guys? All right. So my Sunday was putting away uh, Christmas stuff, boxes up in the attic. But the one thing that I was trying to do is that the weight of all the stuff we have in our attic is starting to the drywall and I feel like <laughs> so instead of having to do it in June when it's 190 degrees in my attic I go up there I'm like okay I'm going up here I'm putting all this stuff let's instead of this contortionist Tetris that I'm having to do let's take out these these boxes of baby stuff so try having my wife go through these stuff like I'm like do we need maternity clothes my daughter turns 18 in three months like, I think we're done with kids <laughs> I know. I'm but but on top of that, she's having to go through all the baby stuff and having an emotional withdrawal of like, oh, my gosh, I'm not having babies anymore. Yeah, like, dude. I know. I get it. You did that to yourself on that one, Mike. Yeah, you got you to be. You, you have to touch that one with kid gloves, my friend. I know. Yeah. It's like, okay, let's just do one box at a time. Just little baby stuff. <laughs> like, oh, but these are, look at this. This preemie like outfit. It's like, yeah, man. It's, it's almost like, like you need a third party to come in and make those decisions for you that's not emotional. That, a, there could be a business there. Here's, there are. I guess it's organizers. Yeah. I, I yeah. took the time to put some um, plywood up, some decking up inside of my... I have a pretty cool attic that has like a door you can walk into. And... Yeah. Um, if it's still, you have to hunch over to get in there, but the, it's a little tiny door that opens, so you don't have to go straight up the ladder. And here's the issue, though, is I put some decking in there so that you could store more stuff easily. And yeah, it, di- it didn't matter, though, because my wife just started opening the door and then immediately throwing stuff in right there. Now, at first, I got very <laughs> upset about it. Here's where it's worked out to my advantage. She's so panicked that I'm going to get angry when I see the amount of stuff that has clogged the doorway. Yeah. That now, anytime anything has to go near the attic, she's like, I'll do that. I'll do that. Right. And it means that I don't have to do anything in the attic anymore. Right. Because she's just like, oh, you'll get so angry if you go in there and look at what I've done. And at first I wanted to be like, well, let's get that clean. And instead I'm like, oh, this is keeping me from having to do anything in the attic anymore is her own guilt. I'm getting rid of it all. Everything? Yeah, well, once you get drywall raining down, um, it's, it's a good sign. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that is a good sign. And you can put it in Prediction Corner. It's probably not going to happen this year. But when you really think about traditional Christmas decorations, they're behind the times. They don't really look that great. I guess they stir up some emotions, but it's kind of it's kind of goofy. We're in the next few years. I saw a thing on this. Like tell I'm I'm going to say it. I, I don't know what the exact scientific name is but television wallpaper will be a thing within a few within a few years you'll be able to do an entire wall that you can change the image on 
or walls anytime you want. I mean, they have it in arenas and things like that already, but something that's more simplified, that's like wallpaper, that you literally, your, your whole living room wall can be a different scene. You could do that right now. You All hire, the time. Hire Buscar, and he comes in and does another Buscar <laughs> yeah, on the wall. Right. Yeah. But everything's about to change. Uh-huh. With AI and and all that stuff and, and right. technology, we got to run. Thank you. Traditional Mike, decorating it. is going to go the way of. Uh, I don't know that we solved anything, but you know what we did on this Monday. Bird. On this Monday, we created a bunch of new avenues for things to talk about during the year. Yeah, the attic project, Austin traditions, the guilt of the what, what day do you feel the most guilty? Uh, this the yeah the Austin traditions. Which ones? What are the new ones? What are what are the old ones that went away? Why am I so groggy all of a sudden this morning? I don't know. I've been feeling so good it's for a whole cedar. week. It's the cedar fever. <sighs> Stupid cedar. I think. Uh, let's get out of the way. We have to do a EAS test. First one of the year. You ready, Bob? Oh, this is my favorite time of the year. The EAS test? Yeah, the EAS test. Well, Are we ready? It's like truck month, though. It happens every <laughs> month. No, I don't know. All right. Take us away, Chewy. Mornings with Matt and Bob presents Nods to the Odd. No, that's actually going to work out perfectly, isn't it? Chewy is, uh, he said it and forget it, man. Nice. Uh, it is Nod of the Odd time. We've been, uh, uh, neglecting the Nod of the Odd all last week, really. We did? It's my favorite part of the morning. I like the weird stories. Uh, a South Carolina woman has folded 10,000 Starburst wrappers into the world's longest Starburst wrapper chain. And uh, I say she deserves our she deserves our applause. South Carolina woman earned a Guinness World Record when she spent four years folding Starburst candy wrappers into the world's longest candy wrapper chain. Elizabeth Allen uh, of Greenville says she started folding. Do you know what I'm talking? Have you ever? Did you ever do this when you were a kid? I made chains, but I don't remember doing it. With, yeah, with candy wrappers, looks kind of like herringbone. That exactly. kind of chain. Exactly. Yeah. Chewy, did you ever yeah. do that? Did you ever make the Starburst wrapper chain, or any th- any kind of wrapper chain? Oh no! I've no, seen you it haven't though. lived then. I've seen it done. She says she used over 10,000 wrappers. This sounds like she needs a dentist. <laughs> Is that enough to go around the world, around the globe? 10,000 wrappers? How far does that no, get? Football no, no, field? No, 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 no. Football not, field? No, no, no. Uh, the delicate chain falls apart when stretched too far. Uh, also, many residual fruit flavors together are not an appealing scent, she says. She says most of the time it just stays inside of a plastic container. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this. I'm looking at it. Not that impressive now that I see it. Like, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, that doesn't... See that right there, Bob? Like, she can hold it all in one arm. I feel like the... the yeah, I feel like it should go around the world twice. I think what's slowing her something. down, though, is you got to purchase a lot of Starburst. Yeah. That's the issue here. What's your favorite mm. Starburst flavor? Mine's strawberry. Uh, pink. I don't know why. I don't like strawberry in general, but the star I, I'll pick out all the Starburst mm. strawberry. You, that's the pink is the strawberry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Followed by, followed by orange. Oh, sorry. Let me turn that yeah. off. Go ahead. Followed, followed by orange. 
I thought red was strawberry and pink was watermelon. Red's cherry, I believe. Oh. Yeah, I don't know any of the names of the Check flavors. Check me if I'm wrong. My life is Mornings with Matt and Bob presents Nods to the Odds. A uh, cosmetic procedure in China is sparking controversy. Chinese media has been reporting on it. Uh, it's not a cosmetic procedure for humans, though. It's a cosmetic procedure for animals, for dogs to be specific. Um, people are taking their dogs in, putting them through a cosmetic procedure, which causes their ears to look like Mickey Mouse ears. Huh. Makes them perfectly round. I'm not. What are they like? Cutting them or like trimming? What are they doing? Yes, they put the dog under, and then they trim oh, the. They slice part of the animal's ears Whoa. off to achieve the Mickey Mouse look, and there's a, then they then you put the ears in special clamps. While they heal, no, you got to get the dog's consent. I don't just can't go cutting on a year. I mean, I know they do that for they've been doing it with Dobermans, right? Well, they do it with lots of different dogs, yeah. They could dock their tails, uh, or uh, but that's good for them, right? Or is it healthy, or is it a fashion statement? You're asking me a question, wisely, yeah. It's Austin. You like how I said you'll get canceled, you'll get canceled. Some people want uh, these people, these people who have done it uh, punished. I will say this. It has gone wrong in some cases, and then people want to get rid of the dog because I will tell you this. They, if you don't do the procedure correctly, your dog looks just hideously stupid. Hmm. Sorry. I know that's cruel to do to say that to a dog who did not give consent, but I'm looking at some of these dogs that have had it. Oh, yeah, there's some dogs doing it to cats as well. Surgery. I'm looking at a picture and they're doing what? it. No problem no, with that. No, it's doing personal. It to cats no well. problem with that. The surgical procedure is a two-step process. The first step involves cutting and shaping the pet's ears. It takes about a half hour. Second stage. How do you stage, find someone to do that? Takes between 20 and 60 days and ensures that the ears remain upright. The entire experience can be extremely traumatic for animals. You and think? can leave them with physical and psychological you think? issues. You think? I don't even see how this is legal. Now, can you just buy your own home trimming kit off of Timu? Yeah, <laughs> I'd imagine. You ever bought anything from Timu? No, I've been they, tempted, but I'm like, I'm like, socks. I'm like, I'm tempted, but I'm, am I being fished or what? Yeah, I just feel like anytime I search for anything, Timu is like, and I look at something and they're like, this is $180, and Timu is like, hey, do you want it for a dollar? Yeah. We got it for a dollar right. over on Timu. Just download the app. And I'm like, I, there's no way that China isn't taking all. There, there has to be they, something here. China's not going to just give me. They got to be downloading my bank accounts from my phone or something. Hey, uh, I've never trusted it. You need to ride on lawnmower? $3.84. Timu. Timu. I guess for the new Wish, or I don't know. Hey, is Wish still around? Do you need a a, a finger you can sew on for yourself? Timu, you one, t- Timu. Uh, nine dollars and twenty two cents. Timu, hmm. you got to buy four of them though. Timu, Timu. I've never used them. You need Check the app. It. Download the app. Timu, Timu. No, I'll go AliExpress before I go Timu. AliExpress. Oh, you really? You want to buy an entire AliExpress for nine dollars and seventy six cents on Timu? Timu, check out Timu. Yeah, I don't wish. Can we buy ratings on Timu? Oh God, we may need to. <laughs> can I buy? Can I buy subscribers on Timu? Timu? Sure, you can get anything you want on Timu. 
You just have to accept the fact that you've let the the powers that be. I feel like that is whatever was in the book 1984. That's what you're letting into your life with Timu. I, I do not trust it at all. Timu. I don't even know if that's how you pronounce it. It could be Temu. I don't know how it's pronounced either. Would you like to uh, buy a package of how to pronounce words? 67 cents. Timu. Or I have a better Temu. chance getting my Cybertruck on Timu. And you can actually get one on, than, on than, a real, yeah. than waiting for it. Those I'm telling ready. you right now. My, I, son, my son said, "You got to stop talking about. You can't say that stuff." Elon's listening. He's gonna flag. He's gonna flag your. No, I, come I, on. No. I've given. I've given them so much publicity. I sh- Friday, I did my first drive uh, by or alongside. Oh yeah. There was just one on the road as I was driving. It was behind me, and then they was beside me. That was your first sighting in the wild. No, I had seen one going the other direction, but it was the first time I was next to one for quite a while. Yeah. And uh, I got to tell you, makes no sense. Yeah. It is a it is an automobile that makes no sense to I me. I know that I know that I know that that frustrates you because you really like them, but well, I've never it ridden makes in one. No sense to me. I might. Sounds like he's jealous. I wish someone would bring one by. That would be so easy. There's so many of them in this market. It literally now. looks like somebody said, "How do we make the Chevy Avalanche even more unappealing?" Make it bulletproof. Make it bulletproof and electric. And where am I supposed to get this bulletproof material and this electric motor? Timu. Timu. And the illusion. Someone bring one by so we can just sit in it. But bring bring one by so you can flex on me. I mean, but I know I, that I, we're close to where they're. This is the kind of part of town where you see them a lot. Yeah, come to the parking lot. We'll come outside. If we'll you come outside. And this is not the southeast. We'll play a song. What are we? We're northeast. Northeast. And the only reason you see a lot over here is that you need a bulletproof car in order to drive down Rudberg. <laughs> Mornings with Matt and Bob presents Nods to the Eye. You're right. Hey, we are northeast. Proud carnivore is upsetting people on the internet. She calls herself a high car- carnivore and not just like, oh, I'm on a carnivore diet and I smoke a lot of weed. She eats a block of butter every day and she has a minimum of 22 eggs a day. God, she must smell wonderful. Mm. That the, what's the cholesterol level on that? I don't... That's your concern? Yeah, well, I have a bad heart, so I'm starting to think about all that. Her name is Bella. She says she used to be a vegan, but now she will chomp down an entire block of butter, and then she'll eat 10 eggs, lightly scrambled. Lightly. Like I'll be honest. Every breakfast, I could eat a minimum of five or six eggs. She says it's helped her heal her eczema. Her psoriasis and her cystic acne. God almighty. She sounds like a real catch. <laughs> she sounds like a real catch. Yeah. Imagine being, if somebody's eating that much eggs, that's just like, that's a fart you don't want to be around, right? Am I wrong? It's sulfur, yeah. It's got that sulfur smell. Generally. But maybe the butter tames that. I don't mm. know. But don't you cook eggs and butter anyway sometimes? I do. I can only do two eggs, Max. She says that she scram- for breakfast she scrambles 10 eggs in beef tallow. Um, she's doubling down. And dinner, she has sautéed beef with a side of 12 poached eggs. Honestly, if I could eat like that, I would. That sounds delicious. And she says this is what, is- being a carnivore is the only diet that helps my boyfriend. Sometimes it's what you got to do. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I would I would die of a stroke or something if I did that. 
Yes, yeah, when I'm looking at this, maybe it works for her. Is that grease coming? I know she has skin issues. Is that grease coming through the pores? Is she doing fat something? or like, obese or anything? Or she's has a any tiny look, She's a tiny Asian. Okay, woman. you could eat any. You could eat gum on from under a table and probably still be healthy. You influencers that think y'all are doing something, you're not. Wow, show why are you coming a, at us, influencers? Show a fat, obese person. And everybody's coming at me today. I guess you know what you, this could apply to Bob too. Show me a fat, obese person and what they're doing to improve their health, and I'll believe it all and, and be. Well, honest. I'll show you what, to tell you what they're doing to improve their health. They're exercising and eating better, which turns out to be real boring. 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 Uh, Bob, do you have a? That's today's odd to the uh, the so whatever. With Matt I'm trying and to say. Bob presents nods, nods to, to the odd. odd. Bob, uh, can you help me float a yeah. next? I'm going to hit it hard today. That next Evo, man. Evo. I got a stressful day ahead, so I'm going to. You know what? I'm going to. I'm going to head it off at the pass and get that next Evo in my system early. Okay, if you for, need to for stress, yeah. Uh, and they have formulas with melatonin for sleep and things like that. Don't take dangerous. I mean, at least give Next Evo a shot when it comes to that. People tell me some of the horrific things they take they have to take to to sleep. And it's like, man, I just need that Next Evo with a little melatonin in it to conk me out. You know? That's it? Yeah. That's all and, you do? You can do that, too. I mean, it's worth a shot. Just load up your card at nextevo.com and then get a discount. When you put in the code KLBJ in the discount code box. Yeah, they've got a brand new gummy out called the Extra Strength Daily Wellness CBD Gummy. Right. Uh, Extra Strength, uh, trust the brand with all the data. I think they're sending us some of that. They right? are the ones with all of the data. Yeah. Uh, stay away from the, uh, stay away from those oils that are not working for you. Uh, KLBJ gets you 25% off at NextEvo, N-A-X-T-E-V-O.com, promo code KLBJ at checkout. That's going to get you 25% off. Leave the oils behind this year. Start the year off with more effective, fast-acting CBD. Next Evo Naturals. You like that? You like how I did that? All right. Let's do this one. Do you remember this one? Oh, I like the beginning. We're going to do the full album version and not that. kind of spooky. Because it does all the... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you're a grown-ass man. You're a grown-ass man. Uh, a, who's a grown-ass man? You're a grown-ass man. Okay? I'm a grown-ass man, right? You know what grown-ass man do? <laughs> I love that. Uh, tickets went to uh, Derek Blakely. Congratulations, Derek. Y'all can all stop calling now. Yeah. You might get him, Derek. Uh, we'll have him the rest of the week, so don't worry about that here on KLBJ. My bad. I should not put a call, I should not have put a call-in contest right up against a call-in topic, right? That's some real dumb stinking thinking. Ah, oh, man, it's a Monday. It's perfect. It's a perfect thing to do. Uh, tomorrow during this segment, uh, our old friend John Laird he used to work here in the building. Now uh, works for the wonderful Alamo organization. Yeah. He'll be in here with John Smith. John uh, John Laird puts together special activities, and John. Smith does all the programming for Alamo Draft House, which is, I think, a awesome Austin success story. And the people know around the, I hear radio shows in other markets like New York and stuff talk about Alamo Draft House and stuff. It's uh, right at right at twenty five years, I think. Yeah, is where, where they are. They rewrote the book. And uh, anyway, they're doing a really cool thing all during this year. They're picking out some select years. I think six years. And then grabbing what they think are not the best movies from those years, 
but movies that they think really highlight what that year was all about, movie-wise, yeah. and then showing them. So, which I think is a really cool thing to do. They're gonna. I, I don't know all the details. They're gonna be in here tomorrow to talk to us about it. I called them and said, "Hey, would you come in and talk about it?" Because I saw it and I thought this sounds. This seems cool. Yeah, this seems cool. There were some. There were some years in the late '60s, early '70s. I thought were amazing. Around that time, around the graduate, Easy Rider, it's Woodstock, funny you should mention. I think there's like sixty seven. I think there's a year from the sixties, two from the seventies, yeah. one from the eighties, one from the nineties, and one from the two thousands. Right. Like we'll that. find out uh, from the tomorrow. Grown ass fun. man time, which means uh, you're a grown ass man or woman. What haven't you still figured out? On Friday, I went to. I've been doing all this stuff because I, I broke an arm, and I've been going to physical therapy and. Every time I go there, they're like, "Hey, I need your credit card. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna need to get money, cash in advance, please." Here's the thing: that I'm a grown ass man, and I still don't know how insurance works I was gonna say or the how same a deductible thing. works. Because all I know is that every time I go somewhere, they're like, "Yeah, oh no, you have now your co-insurance, co-pay, co." Well, the, that was you, mine. Fill, the, I'm like, I don't understand. I do not understand how insurance works. I've never understood it, and but you know what bothers me about that? They talk to you in terms like they think that you know already. The, the like, and I'm just like, well, I know I pay for insurance, and that the insurance is supposed to cover something. I don't know what they cover. Every time I try to read about it, it seems so simple. I'm like, oh, so I just pay this up front until I reach that point. But then after I reach that point. People are still like, oh, no, you still owe us money. I'm like, but I thought I, there's this thing called out-of-pocket maximum, which I reached, but I still was paying. And it seems like the word maximum, maximum means, to me, that mean, would mean the max, but apparently that's not what it means. Anyway, I can't, in the same I don't know boat, it, I dude. can't figure it out. And guess what? I'm not going to put any effort into trying to figure it out. I've decided that whatever that industry is and however it works, um, they have bested me. I cry uncle. Here's all my money. But don't they know that we don't know? Because I'm in the same world. I'm in and out of rehab hospitals with my parents in the last couple years and hospitals and skilled nursing and stuff like that. And when they speak to you about things that are, I guess, adult things, that's why we have this topic, they act like I should know what they're talking about. And are we all just too stupid to go, hey, I don't know what you're talking about? And I don't. I don't know what class in high school would have taught me this? I think for a lot of them, it's their industry, so they've learned it. Or maybe they don't know. Maybe, they, maybe they've decided, I'm in the medical field, and I should look like I know oh, what I'm talking no. about because I have no idea how it works either. I don't know that anybody... I so better, when I talk about radio at a party, am I boring everybody? Why Why on earth would you talk about radio at a party? I don't know. Why on earth would you talk... Anytime somebody starts to ask me a question, I go, you don't want to know. I was at Kenny's house the other night, and I was talking about radio, and I thought everybody, I, I thought I cleared the room. Yeah, you did. Who's Kenny? I don't know. He's my neighbor. Huh. Kenny. I don't know how I feel about a guy being named Kenny. Is it a good adult? Ken. Ken. He was a good, he's a good cat. Kenneth. Ken. Can you call him Ken? I've never tried. Good luck. Uh, anyway, yeah, that was kind of that kind of piggybacks onto what mine was. I just don't understand a lot of that world, and they talk to you like you should. I don't necessarily want to learn it. I don't either. I don't right? either. Yeah, it's not like something that's fun. Like there are things that I want to learn about, 
like when I see my son 3D printing something, I go, I'd like to learn how to do that. But I don't want to learn anything about the medical world. Yeah. So I went or to insurance. I or went to the doctor on Friday. Deductibles or I went to the fri- and then I went up to where I always pay and they go, Oh, there's no charge for today. And he's like, what? Out of, and I what, go, well, why? Because it's Tuesday? Like, I don't what? understand why. There's no charge for this, but it's a brand new year, which is usually yeah. when you're telling me, oh, you got you got your, your deductible reset. Well, why is there no charge for this one? I just was like, okay. Guess I'll just walk out here and walk into traffic. I don't think you need insurance until you're 40. That's my hot take. Well, I mean, it's a gamble. Otherwise, it's just a scam. It's, it's a, a scam gamble. to get your money every single month. And it's a pretty easy gamble. I mean, odds are... You won't get into yeah, it. It's like Las Vegas so, gambling when you do that. But yeah. yeah, that's I would have done that. I would. You know how much money I'd have if I didn't spend right. what's now four hundred dollars a month in insurance. You've never and used I, it at all. No, and I'm about to. I mean, I get a prescription pill for lisinopril, my right. blood pressure. But how well, much you don't is have that to really? Tell that. I could pay that out of pocket. Yeah. From looking at you, I would say that you could probably stand to take more advantage of that insurance. <laughs> How so? It doesn't pay for it. I don't know. I just I just feel like, I mean, you look like a guy that could use some medical help. It's It's been 15 years. I haven't had any major or anything. <laughs> since, since, since you could buckle your pants? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I don't think you need it until you're 40. It's a yeah. huge scam. Everybody out there, you're paying for nothing. We need universal health care already, which is the same thing as an insurance system. You're stupid. Hang on. I played that for you there at you the go. end of your. Enjoy, or did you enjoy want it, America? Do you have a grown ass man? Uh, I don't. I don't understand the what I would need to buy a home. Okay. I, I don't. I don't know exactly what's going on there. Can you I don't help know you? like can what I percentage you, you have yeah, to down? You're gonna need money. That's yeah. what you need for I know it's the home. number one thing. What's the percentage? Well, it's just your primary residence. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Little. little That's well. be your homestead. Okay. So these days, I think in some places it's as little as five percent. Five percent of a. Uh, I don't think anybody's doing no money down, but I think I. Wait, saw isn't there a reason why you have to do more though? Depends on your lender, right? Depends on your lender. It also depends on your credit. Your lender's the guy giving you the money. Your right. credit or is probably giving you the hot money. s, which means you may not be able to get a five percenter. Mm-hmm. But if you had great credit going in, you could probably be as little as five percent if it's your primary residence. Mm-hmm. Damn. But I'm cool with paying thirteen hundred in rent every month. They just well, don't trust me to pay it for there when it's for my own home. No, that's the thing. That's why I was. If you can find a place, a lot of times that's how I ended up buying a house. Is I realized it was cheaper for me to buy a house than it was for me to stay renting. Right. And don't forget now, if you're not but you renting, you have to get any, approved by all that. And yeah, well, no, I had to get. I eventually had to get a cosigner. I couldn't get a loan. I also had to get a cosigner, which felt. Um, it felt gross to be a grown ass man and have to get a cosigner, but it turned out to be a, a great thing, and uh, because that turned out to be a, a good place for me to live. Hmm. And don't forget, then you got to get insurance for your home. You got maintenance, mm-hmm. property taxes. You got to pay property tax. It's like that's just the getting the home, is just the beginning. You're probably sitting pretty right now. Believe me, I've spent many nights wondering. If renting is better than owning. I've spent some nights thinking, should I sleep in my car for a few months just to really save just up? Just to save up? Just to have some savings. Like, that's that's where the economy is. Because um, that would be nice. Because I don't really have a ton of savings either here, paying mm-hmm. rent and insurance and whatever else you got to pay to live. That's a scam. <laughs> wait. Wait. It, we have to pay. What's a scam? 
Oh, I missed something. Rent and insurance? Is a scam? You don't have to charge that much in rent. You've just been upping it because you're greedy. And insurance, you've just proven that it was a scam prior to this conversation. So You're saying you think people are just raising It's supply and demand mm-hmm. based on whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Supply and demand as well. Okay. It's somewhat artificial. It's not to me. No, they're, I get it, they're not struggling. So. Why is it so quiet in here? I don't know. I was I'm waiting going, for y'all I'm, to I'm respond numbers. or, or, or counter something I'm saying. I don't know. Part saying? of me is Am a I homeowner wrong? in a way Am thinks right? that renting, you're you're sitting in a sweet spot because you don't have to deal with property taxes because I just paid property taxes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've explained your place. I think you might be getting it in the, uh, in the backside a little bit at where you're currently renting. I think it sounds like you're paying an expensive rent for a place that does not seem to want to provide... To the the payee, the payer, the payer. Are there amenities that? But, we, no, his oh, amenities yeah. seem it's to be pest terrible. Control, everything's fine. It's but just I'm an saying, older building. Yeah, and so you might want to you might want to go out there and look for other places. Right now is especially a pretty good time to do it. Yeah, I'm gonna do that this summer. I don't know where. Might have to move the hut over or something. That's where you're gonna get a better deal is to move out of the center part of the city. But then my car's already got like 160, 170. <sighs> Driving there and back. Your mom gets your deal. It'll be fine. No. <laughs> no. No. They don't hand out deals like that. Here's some more grown-ass men calling in. All right. Let's talk to Jeremy. Hey. Hey, what's up, Jeremy? Hey. What's going on, man? You guys talk about this insurance. I, I just have one statement to say about this. And I don't know if I'm on point. But if if we didn't have the insurance... It, it just raises, it just causes inflation. Wouldn't the market rates just be the level out? Uh, yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. Yes. Yes, partially. Break that down. Okay. He's saying, like, okay, here's the thing. Some people have begun to use uh, insurance in just in general as, like, meaning, like, oh, I get free mm-hmm. health care. So they'll go. So if you had to pay for everything up to $10,000 anytime you went to a doctor for anything, People wouldn't necessarily go like, oh, I'm going to go to the um, the ER mm-hmm. because I have a cold. Right. Right? And he's saying right. that that creates an artificial bottom to, to the market. But except also insurance. That's how you learn a lot, too, is if you find out what insurance pays for something and what you would pay out of pocket, that's a, that'll blow your mind. Because the insurance company has the uh, power to go, no, we're going to negotiate rates. And we're not going to pay your uh, your regular retail rate on that. Um, wow. Wow. Yeah, no, it was just a thought I've always had. I, I'll let you guys go. I just thanks. thought, hey, let the let the market play itself out. Of, let the market play itself out. But, hey, I get it. Thanks, guys. Yeah. No, I thanks. mean, insurance used to be to protect you from the, the big gamble, the big loss. Um, now it's become a we. It's become a very weird part of where it's become. Now, does it really help those people that are having to spend eighty to one hundred twenty thousand dollars when they get cancer, or two hundred thousand yeah, dollars? Who's going to pay for? How much does it help? Are they still no, in debt? Know, who's on the? Who's well, on? those are people that. Yeah, we're getting into a different topic here, but it know. used to cost. It, you, whether it, yes, because if your maximum that you're paying every year is tw- is fifteen thousand dollars a year. Then you're only accruing debt of fifteen thousand dollars a year, as opposed to two hundred fifty, three hundred thousand. Now, who's paying for? Like, insurance commercials run twenty four hours a day on every television spot uh, station. Hey, Bob, shut up. This is gonna 
This, on every I, show, I every break, every channel. Yes. I feel like Jake from State Farm lives in my house. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, because how many times? How many times a week do you see Jake from State Farm? On TV, I know what you're getting at is but who's how paying mu- for that? How much television of time's expensive? How much of our insurance is television time? Because there, because and you don't realize it. You only you can only watch one station at a time. But guess what? You're watching the Vikings Packers game, but Jake's also on the Detroit Chicago game. Look, it's America. The, there, a, it's called a roadblock. You got to make, and they're roadblocking every break. You have to make money on people's needs in America. I know, but somebody has to pay you for, for breathing. Those. They would. I mean, we talked about it. Somebody, it was a little over a year ago that I got in that accident I told you guys about where I was leaving the domain, and I even said to my daughter, oof, that car over there is driving erratically. That's not what I said. I said, oh, like, that bitch is hot, is what I probably said, right? Because I was just like, what is this person doing? They were all over the road. They were hitting their brakes, and this is on Mopac. I ended up hitting that car, and um, the woman had no insurance and no license. Why would she? And I said, look, I know that I hit the back end of this car. Uh, I think that I don't understand what was happening. I felt like she was shortstop. I felt like yeah. a little part of me thought, like, is this person trying to get in an accident or whatever? Because she hard braked on you. And then I told, uh, you know, and then my insurance said, yeah, well, we settled with her for $50,000. And I said, you settled for what for $50,000? Like that was my, yeah. I was stunned. I was like, "What do you mean you settled for? Settled for what? She had no, no, in, no license, no insurance." Right. You were more law abiding than. They're like, "Well, for a medical claim," and I was like, "What medical claim? I was with her for an hour and a half while we filled out paperwork. They, a, an ambulance came and they left. They didn't take her anywhere. What was the medical claim? They go, "Well, we just, we just settled those things now. It's, it's cheaper than going to court." And I was like, "So." We gave somebody $50,000 that... That wasn't even playing by the rules. And that seemed... I was like, well, that's probably you why You were playing by the rules. I mean, look, I'm in the wrong. I, I, I hit somebody, no matter what. It's a rainy day, and I should have had more distance. It's, it's, it's still on me. I get that. Maybe. But I was like, was... wait a minute. We paid someone 50 That There's... My poor lady. Maybe she saw opportunities. You son of a bitch. Did she see lady. opportunity? Also, I, I was uh, just going back to what I was saying. Is anyone... I, started worrying this weekend because I was watching a little bit of football. Whatever happened to the first Jake from State Farm? Yeah, you can't. Is he can't got a, he's like, but he got Dunkelman. No, he went upstairs with uh, Richie Cunningham's older brother. Yeah, and just what happened to that poor guy? He didn't get... <laughs> <laughs> Remember there was a, uh, the original guy? The khakis guy? Yeah. I don't know where he He was went. Jake from State Farm. I know. Now they got this other one that hangs out with the Mahomes and Taylor Swift. He's way more popular. Way more popular. Way more popular. We have any other calls for grown-ass man? Or did, are we, did we just get ourselves caught in a, we don't really know about insurance, but we're going to bitch and moan about insurance fight? I, I think that's where we are. Lupe. All right. Uh, I'm a grown-ass man, and I can never, in all my years of going down to the Rio Grande Valley, I can never put my finger on what is that unique smell of people's houses down in the, in the Rio Grande Valley. It's in, so you might help wait me inside or from the outside. It's, it's no, pro, no inside, propane. Inside. It's a, the, no, it's it's to me it's garlic. I and and I I think I put my finger on. It. I think it's garlic and old curtains. <laughs> and it, you know what? That's every, the name of a band. Oh, yeah. Okay. I always remember when kids would come to school and they had a certain smell. On their it's clothes, unique. and it was unique. It unique. And then when I, then I moved to Houston, and when there was this only one kid that would come to school, and I was like, "That kid smells like he's from the valley." 
He smells yeah. like, and I don't know what it was. It, it has was like, to come from food. I think it's c- no. cooking on gas stoves that aren't fully combusting properly. Yes. Plus garlic and whatever else is in. Cilantro. And also, yeah, hot oil on a comal, burnt oil. I don't know what all it is, but it all comes together, and there is a very I particular know what this breakfast smell, is. smell. Can someone yeah. put this in a candle? Yeah, Channing. Channing, yeah. can you make a candle, candle of the Rio Grande Valley smell? Rio Grande Valley I know what breakfast that, smell. I want to know what that yeah, is. We were down in, the, in, in McAllen for, for a week, and uh, when I got back, I opened up my duffel bag and had all my dirty clothes in there, and that, that smell just hit me <laughs> like a mule. And I thought to myself, and I thought, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really sit here, and I'm going to think this through, and I put my nose in it as much as I could, and I thought to myself, that's what it is. It's, you know that old blanket your grandmother would have up in the closet for years? That's what it smells like. It smells like an old blanket and garlic. This is funny to me. It's funny because... Like, if anybody else is, I, I get really pissed off when anyone makes fun of the Valley who's not really from right. there or only with, only stopped there on the way to drive to Padre or something. Yeah. And they make fun. And I get pissed off about it. But anybody else who's been around the Valley or whatever, then I love to make fun of the Valley with them because it is its own unique. It doesn't exist anywhere else in the world, the Valley. Man, I'm, yeah. I'm curious. It's an island unto itself. It is. And it's, yeah, except it's not water. It's just the King Ranch that separates yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's a huge ranch that yeah. separates it. But there you go. Thanks, little bit. Thanks, all man. Right. God, the Valley is, I got to, we got to all go down there. We got to, we got to take a show trip to the Valley. I'm in. To Edinburgh. Yeah. Just like so, Almedo. We're going to all go to Almedo. Raymondville. To, right. uh, to Alice. Oof. I'm in. Name the day. All right. Take our e-box. We'll take him with us. <laughs> Dude, the, you can't uh, go on a long haul on one of those, like a chopper? I, if I had extra batteries, I could. You can't just carry some batteries with you, like on well, a backpack? That's kind of going to defeat the... At some point, it's diminishing returns, right? Because that's more weight. Right? I don't know. I don't know how Elon Musk does it. Well, it's just an energy issue, right? We don't know how batteries work, Bob. You don't? No. That's what? the I'm a grown-ass man. I don't know how battery works. Well, I don't really know how they work. Can't the wheels can't charge it as it's, as they're going? How does how does a lie on or low is that what it is a lithium ion battery? Yeah. How do they? How come I can put? How come I can put juice in it and then it comes out? How does that work? I can explain it. Okay. It's magic. <laughs> I'm a grown ass man, and I've never really understood fully how batteries work, and I haven't really cared. I know there's some liquid in there, right? Yeah, there's something. I don't there. think there's any liquid. There's no liquid in no, a in a not. in a lithium ion. No. Yeah. No, those are dry batteries. There's liquid in a car battery, a heavy. Is there some kind like of reaction? Lead and acid, and they yeah, there's a reaction that which makes, and that's how it works. I and I can kind of understand that one if I really stretch my brain and think back till we talked about it in chemistry class. By also, I don't understand why they ever let me. Why they put me in a chemistry class. All I ever did in chemistry class was steal stuff that I could use later on outside of class. You know what magnesium is? Magnesium ribbon? And you drop it in water and it explodes? Oh, God, I would steal that constantly. We would take it out and make stuff out of it. I can get that lithium-ion battery wet. (laughs) I don't even know what that means. I think it was a sex thing. I think it was a sex thing, Bob. Oh. Breaks to go. Breaks2go.com. I'm understanding how people can get can go crazy because of social media now or end up storming the Capitol or whatever. 
because my algorithm has been destroyed and I've been locked into one thing and one thing only, and that is the Cat Williams saga. Yeah, I'm not familiar with you're gonna have to lay it See, out when so you I can say, play it out. When you say not familiar, that blows my mind because it does not matter which of the social media platforms I go to, I am served only now either Cat Williams videos or Cat Williams adjacent videos. Yeah. That's it. Or people's takes yeah, on Cat Williams or are you, are you having the same thing right now? Like, yeah, this yeah. has become uh, yeah. and this did, is one I mean, of I the, the big, shade room and everything like right. that. Right. And this is one of the biggest internet pops. Well, it's certainly the biggest one of 2024. He did something recently? See, this is blowing I mean, I know right about now. the gra- uh, the 737s are grounding and I know but about But this is good. You're living life. I know like, you're that not Taylor online. Swift is angry that you're not on the internet. The Golden Globes made fun of her. But I don't know anything about the Cat Williams thing. Also might be a culture that your algorithm but keep not, away from. But my feedback loop on Instagram is not feeding me any Cat Williams stuff. Cat Williams was on uh, Shay Shannon Shay. Sharp. Shannon Sharp has a uh, podcast. Okay. Um, so I don't know that either. And he was on, and he um, spilled the tea, as the, uh, as the oh kids boy. might say. The truth. Mm. Wasn't that what the T stands for? Well, he made a lot of claims. Let's just say this. Cat has always been... I don't know him personally. Never worked with him. I will say he's always been a bit out there. Right? Mm-hmm. But he did make a lot of claims. And a lot of the claims he made, I don't question, actually, because I'm like, yeah, this is something I've always thought, for sure. And But he went after a lot of folks, and it blew it. But he also, and he dropped some of the funniest lines I've ever seen in a podcast in my life. Mm-hmm. A lot that of quotables. Thing, that thing about where he's like, they give you a light-skinned wife with an ugly face. <laughs> the, the meanest thing I've ever heard. But somebody put a picture up of all of them, <laughs> of all uh, like Steve and everybody. And uh, I mean, look, he's not he. Some of the claims that he made, Steve Hart or Cedric the Entertainer stole jokes from him. Steve Harvey stole hanging with Mr. Cooper's show. With his Steve Harvey show. But we've always... That stuff is uh, stuff we've, we've all already already known. Wait a minute. You're telling they it steal just, ideas in Hollywood? Is that it, what he's yeah, saying? Yes, that's what he's mm-hmm. saying. We don't... Like... Uh, Cedric the Entertainer? I forget what he said about... Oh, no. He said he stole, stole jokes. Um, and then, you know, he also said that, that there is a lot of black comedians, I guess, that had to, like, wear a dress to try to get more popular or what have you and... and you know, claims more. I, I, I don't know because I haven't watched a ton of it. I've seen the clips. So, um, and then the big one, uh, he claims that Kevin Hart was an industry plant, and I've been thinking about this a lot. Have you? Is that the one that, that stuck out to you? But wait, we met, we knew Kevin when he was a club act, right? Correct. And that's so, what his point is. But is he that- did ascend. Like he was a club act on our show, and I remember two weeks later, and he got the movie Correct. Soul Plane. And let me list the people that well, are in the, the movie Soul Plane: Snoop Dogg. Uh, Sophia Vergara, Redman, uh, Godfrey, like tons of different huge uh, to Tom Arnold, like lots of. Was that before the movie he did with Kate Hudson and McConaughey? Yes. How can you sell all those people into a movie like that? That's just Kevin Hart. And how did he get the lead there after just being a club act? Don't you usually get a big special, a huge tour maybe, and then they're like, let's get this dude in the movies, let's take advantage of the fire. Is she just hating because Kevin Hart's got a butt-ton of money? It is partial hating, I want to say, but... Because I didn't see the hating on Carlos Mencia until he got a lot of money. 
Well, yeah, that's when they, no, you have well, everyone's when attention. Goes. You have everyone's attention then. And so- also, you're, I, I don't mean this as an insult, but you're pretty far down on that ladder mm-hmm. of where you're going to hear that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The Mencia talk, if you were in the clubs as a comic, you, you knew that early on. If he didn't get famous, there'd be no need to bring it up. Yeah. He also called out Chris Tucker, didn't he? Dude, he just literally, he went on the show with a flamethrower and set the industry on fire. It's because he's not as famous as some of the people that... Well, that's, that's what always... his point was that he makes No, because his... during well, Shannon Sharp's podcast, all those comedians have been on there and have made all of those claims that Cat is making, it's because comedians have gone on that Shannon Sharp show and have actually said these things about Cat or things about themselves and Cat just came in and started firing and say, you had so-and-so here, and that's why this is wrong, and he's lied about me on this, and what have you. So, And what does being an industry plant mean? Explain, can you lay that it out? It means that it, possibly you're not as talented to be exactly where you are, but because you work well and are willing to do some things, then an life. industry is setting you in there to do things. And when it How's comes, that different than any job or anything? Because integrity is involved when you're talking well, about an art like comedy or music. But Kevin Hart wasn't not was, wasn't not funny. Wait. No. Mm-hmm. Was he funny? Yeah. Is he funny to the point where he should be where he is? Funny's subjective. True. What makes me laugh doesn't... But I know Kat, people that don't like Monty Python. I thought my, Monty Python was hysterical. Cat's point was see? that... See? The, the noise you just made. Mm-hmm. Was Monty Who's Python... Funnier, Monty was, Python or Was Kevin Monty Hart? Python an industry, an industry plant? No, it was around at a time where nothing funny Kevin was going Hart on. Kevin Hart had so the look. He started getting a huge. He had the energy. Kind of like Steve Martin. Are they mad because Kevin Hart does credit card commercials? Well, I don't understand Cat's thing. It's like, well, if uh, you do, because Kevin if you Hart, do all the right things and you have personality and you and people enjoy you. So Kevin Hart has spoken he, on Cat Williams before and saying there's a reason oh, well, you didn't make it. Payback, then. You didn't make it because you didn't show up to places and you were a drug yeah. addict or something. And Cat Williams has like ten kids and is actually a responsible parent and says he's never been late and never like all, he's he's refuting there, all of these claims, but throwing in also the stuff about the people that said stuff about him. Anyway, so some of it is you got it. You're going to ask us a lot of questions, and I all I'll say is that you should take the time. To just go watch the Shannon Sharp interview, it's you don't good. have to watch all of it. It's, it's fun to watch. I mean, it's three hours. You don't. You may not have the time to watch all of it. It's I'm curious fun. about it. It's fun to watch. I know there've been industry plants in radio. Yeah, exactly. Just he also goes in and says that it's it's a there's a but, deeper conspiracy. He also is into quite a bit of like Illuminati talk and stuff. Okay. And he's saying, look, sounds there like was, fun. There was a thing too where you started having oh, consciousness is- rappers, and he was saying we had to, they had to put an end to the consciousness that was happening. Because we were going to see a shift in this country, so they started to put in acts that were palatable to... He said he caught Luda coming out of the nasty room yeah. at Diddy's. <laughs> now, what's that's, the, what I, that's the ones I like. What's the beef now he with d- Rogan and Cat Williams? Uh, Rogan said he wants Cat on. I don't know yeah, if there's probably not anything. No, what you're finding out right now, because now you're, you're Googling, you're, just, you're finding five days later... The shrapnel. Yeah, I'm I don't telling know what's you, it was going the on. bomb went off last week. It exploded, and it exploded in my neighborhood. Cat won't go on Joe. I don't think you got to go to the. You got to go to the source, which is that original interview, or else everything's going to see confu- seem confusing to you. Wait a minute. He he t- he he put down lewd. Okay, first of all, you don't know the guy named Ludacris, and you can't call him lewd. Okay, 
Sure I can. I've paid, hey, I paid for at least five of the Fast and Furious movies, so I can call them lewd. Okay. Ludicrous. Did he, did he go after he go Ludicrous? Anyway? Yeah, I just said. He saw Luda coming out of a nasty, nasty room. room. Is it Luda like, or Lude or Ludi? It's Luda. That's, and this is the thing that's so great about the interview, is it has spawned so much new art. Some guy animated Cat Williams driving in a car with P. Diddy and Luda in the backseat. Oh, and, and Ice-T. Have you seen that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all driving, and it's got it's They're funny. coming to get Cat. My favorite also is that Cat said he, had, he ran a 4-4. And so now there's video of him in a gym sprinting, but I don't think that's a full 40 yards in the gym. Where can I hear this? The sh- what do you mean? Sh- where, I don't. I don't have. Where sh- can you see? Where could you mean? Do you where listen can you to see? podcasts? Do I listen to podcasts? Yeah. What do you Honestly, mean? be honest. Everybody in the room. I listen Who? to Joe Budden every week. Joe Budden. Yeah. Joe Byron. Budden. He's a rapper and is a now. Oh, I don't know. You know, critiques kind of. I'd some listen of the to Jake from State Farm if he had a podcast, but. Shannon Sharp, where can I get that? You just type it in on YouTube. It's or do they take YouTube. it down? Mm, it's all up there, ready for you to view again, because with all the millions of other views. I'm going to watch this. Watch it today. It's a fun watch. Club Shay Shay, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't even know. I feel like I'm speaking a different language. I'm not, I'm not hip. You are I love it. Like, I love, and it, you know what? It, it is in the industry. It seems like maybe people can keep secrets or keep things on the low, and it does take someone like a Cat Williams okay, to but hear who, all the stuff Okay, out. so... But, I mean, we're keeping But I'm fascinated yet. by this Kevin Hart thing because we were living it in real time, okay? Who is the industry mogul that decides... It's when, not one person. It's not no, one it's person. Not. Just like there's no then Illuminati, it's a bunch of corporations. How does the industry... You he say makes you, a really good point Atlantic, where he says... Paramount or whatever production but they don't, company they is making those other. decisions. He yeah. also makes a good point of what is there to gain from speaking out sometimes. That's his whole point mm-hmm. that he makes. We, I know for a, look at me. I know for a fact that you know secrets about the radio industry. Yeah. And you don't talk about them because what is there to gain from it, right? Well, it's going to be in my book. Okay. But yeah, no, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. And there have been industry plants. There's there are people that have come to when I was coming up in comedy and I spent 20 some odd 25 years. And there's stuff I know about some people that I don't talk about because I'm like, A, the only good it will do, the only thing, mm-hmm. that really the only thing that can happen there is for that person who's become very successful to go, nah, and all their fans to go, you're a nobody who's just hating on the right. guy that I love, right? Mm-hmm. Even though you know the truth. Even if there was photos in a police report or anything of evidence-wise, there's a it's just a cult following. That's what everything's become yeah, now. There's a comic here in town. People occasionally ask and go, "What? Why? Why don't you? Why do you have a problem with that? What's the beef for that guy?" I don't talk about it. Right? You know yeah. which situation I'm talking about. Right? I don't talk about it because no, only more bad can come from it. Okay. Does that make sense? All right. I just don't, so I just don't like, know. I, so I'm, as I don't blow up that situation. I'm just, I'm just, I just keep distance. And you may have been paraphrasing, but I'm just confused by the industry plant thing because every year thousands of development deals go out to comedians. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And only some of them hit. Right. Mm-hmm. Very few of them hit. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh-huh. So... How is that a plan? How are you... So, okay, so let's say some of those that didn't make it are more talented. 
Let's say some of them it has are, nothing to are, do are with working talent. By okay, the way, so getting exactly. ahead has nothing to do with talent. 100%. Nothing. I agree. Nothing. So the industry plan is just going to have a lot more effort put into them because they either play know, ball but that's as, or that's they're as exactly... old as Hollywood. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. That's no. as old as Hollywood. There's, From I, the casting couches. Wait, nobody's said. The difference is. But why is Kevin Hart's right being uh, Because I'm, comedy has integrity. The comedians care about the art form. They do. That Cat Williams is a comedian. Okay. Music has integrity. Musicians, songwriters really have, you know, a kind of appreciation or pride for what the things that they create. An industry plant is just somebody that is being given some of these things, and whether they're lackluster or not, whether their special is the best or not. Here's what they have. They're going to get They have the ability to make money. They have the ability, the ability to make money. If they if they didn't look at Kevin Hart and go, he Nobody's, has no, no. You're you're arguing something yeah, that's that's was it. not being argued. I just I don't know. Industry plant seems like a weird thing. Maybe because one studio is making the decision, or one corporation is making, not the industry as a whole. Right. Like I say, he's a 20th century. Point, Fox I think the point he's trying to make plant. is what happened behind closed doors that made it where a studio so badly. And somebody so yeah. badly wanted to raise up a guy who was essentially an unknown and didn't even have uh, club cred as much at that point. Hmm. That's his So point. to other comedians that, or are, not. that are creating art and are better than this, that person is an industry plant. To the regular consumer of art, I get it. who gives it? I get it. it. We have our who jealousies cares? in our business of the of the guys we go. There's huh? cornballs. They that that name that? Them. Bobby Bones. Yeah. Go oh, ahead. you named a name. Go ahead. That's a guy that has a lot of backing because it's corny and it's going to be a widespread no, whatever. Because, Is he funnier? No. Because they needed a guy to fill a slot that was in a country market. I Here's where I what I learned from the cat thing that I didn't know. And it shows probably some of my inherent own, well, maybe I shouldn't use the word racism, but bigotry or not understanding about a community. When I was doing comedy, there was what you used to call BET style comedy. Right. Mm-hmm. Generally, it was black artists, right? right? But it wasn't always. And I remember. Now we're the kings of comedy. Well, I remember my issue with all of that is I don't understand these shows where I'm watching a comic tell there's like 15 jokes, and then I'm just watching everybody's version of that joke, right? And I thought, oh, culturally, there's an audience that wants to just hear the same because it's like, oh, I've. I've seen that. I saw that entire act, another guy doing it. What I didn't understand at the time, okay, because now what Cat Williams is saying in this interview is it was straight up thievery and people knew it was thievery, but nobody could do anything about it because the industry wasn't, the industry was rewarding the thieves right. and telling those the people that were the victim of the thievery to shut up. I didn't understand that part. What I thought was, oh, nobody seems to care because in the comedy scene that I grew up in, if you stole jokes, you got in trouble. Yeah. Something came of it, Well, that goes all the way back to when you were in school and you plagiarized. You get in trouble. There was a guy in this city. His name is Doug Mellert. He's been on this show quite a few times. I love Doug. I love what he's doing now on Instagram, by the way. Yeah, it's been very funny. I'm going to try to have him come on and talk about that. But Doug was on Last Comic Standing. And when he was on Last Comic Standing, he did a joke and someone wrote on the big Last Comic Standing thread on ABC.com or whatever it was. This guy stole a joke. I've seen this other comic do this joke. Doug immediately reached out to that comic and said, hey, man, 
Somebody's saying that I still, and the guy, guy said, I, this is how my joke goes. This is when I first did it. Doug said, yeah, I first did And it was about fantasy football. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about fantasy drafts. And he was also talking, making jokes about fantasy, people in the fantasy role play and stuff, and that you were drafted. And it, it was a similar, but it wasn't the same joke. It was a similar right. premise, right? Right. And that happens a lot. And they, they, they quashed it right away because that's how comics usually do it. Mm-hmm. And they said, okay, yeah. well, I'm going to change it. I'm going to drop this part of the joke. And he said, yeah, yeah, okay. Then what really hurt Doug is a, somebody said, hey, they actually quashed it. It's fine. It all got all worked out. And this woman chimed in and said, uh-uh, the guy is a thief. He directly stole jokes from my boyfriend. <sighs> right? So now I remember Doug writing me. He's like, dude, I'm on this know. national yeah. show, and I got people calling me a joke thief. There's nothing worse you can be called in the comedy world no, no, that's than death. a joke thief. Yeah. It's, it, it ends careers. Yeah, it's death. Mm-hmm. Ends careers. I started looking into it, and the woman, here's what was great. And this is where she spoke too much. She was like, no, that's my boyfriend's joke. And then I started to see what her boyfriend's name was. And the minute she said her boy, well, she wrote what her boyfriend's name was, mm-hmm. I put two and two together. Because her boyfriend was an incredibly unfunny person who had lived in Austin for a while. Okay? And she said, in fact, every comic in Austin is a thief, is what she wrote wow. on this thre- thread. Wow. And then somebody said, well, I've seen comics in Austin. I happen to think some of them are great. And she goes, every time a comic comes to to Chicago, I see an Austin comic do one of my boyfriend's jokes. (laughs) Are you putting two and two together yet? She said, every single comic from Austin has stolen at least one joke from my boyfriend's routine. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, okay, Wait, now I'm putting two and two together. You haven't put two and two together yet to figure out that your boyfriend has stolen his entire act. From He's individual, pieced it together from, from individual comedian. Austin comics. Right. She hadn't seen through it. Now, once that's started writing. That's the kind of loyalty in a marriage, though, that I. You would love I to have that. Love that. I'm a bond out of everything, baby. I love that. Woman my wife would never come to my point. defense. A woman who at no point goes, wait a minute. It is sort of weird that every single one of these acts has a joke that's in your yeah. act, honey. <laughs> It's peculiar. And why am I not using his name right now? Because nothing comes of it. This was 10 years ago, and he left town 15 years ago, and I don't care. It was kind of funny, and he had never amounted. And I knew he wasn't going to amount to anything because he couldn't write a joke. (laughs) He couldn't write a joke. And, in fact, when he moved to Chicago, he did something that wasn't actually stupid if you want to make a dollar, which is he pieced together an act by stealing all the best jokes from Austin Comics. Maybe nobody will hear it. He went it. to Chicago and he was working and he was he was working gigs where he was making fifty bucks a night. Right. It, who cares, right. right? It wasn't destroying anybody's career. Right. He decided he got to pretend to be a comic and he got to have a Yeah, he act. didn't have an HBO special. No, or anything. and he wasn't gonna Netflix. get one. Because the thing was is the industry knew. And the industry also used to tell people if they stole jokes. You're not going to get hired. What we found out now through the Cat Williams thing is apparently some of the producers at BET didn't care. They wanted a good show. Mm-hmm. Bernie so Mac they, also they didn't. They didn't care. If don't tell me that Bernie stole anything because there's no. no, no I no. won't believe that. No, no. Bernie, Bernie is Mac claiming is a, everybody stole his stuff. He's one of the most original of, guys that was ever there. Bernie's the man. But. I happen to believe that Cedric the Entertainer is a thief because I've seen too many things that line up that make it appear that way. And there were a bunch of comics, and they were saying, yeah, there are comics that are going around the country and stealing young guys' acts because they go, you have no power. You have no juice. You can't hurt me. I'll take your act. I'll put it on BET because now I have an in there. And then the industry was rewarding, and I think that's the most. Now, 
Cat also talks about some aliens and also some other stuff <laughs> that doesn't quite line up and make sense. <laughs> so he doesn't get a free pass. Right. I'm just saying, okay. for a three-hour interview, it's pretty damn good. Gotcha. Yeah. No, Bernie, DL, and Patrice are all real ones. Rest in peace. Caller, Mike? No, it's uh, John. John, what's up? How y'all doing today? Good, man. Doing good. I'm a Hang on, dude. You you're, you're yeah, completely broke up. I don't know if you're on speaker or what, but we had, we didn't hear any of that. You hear me now? Yeah, yeah. perfect. Sorry about that. It's my house. Certain zones in my house. You uh, got to get a new uh, house, Cat man. Williams. Yeah, tell me about it. Er Horton, crap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cat Williams has always been a legendary guy. He's always been like a self promoter. He doesn't right. have good mm-hmm. companies. Right. You know, promoting his name. He's been doing this on his own. Cat Williams is hilarious. He's got nothing. Uh, well, he's got everything to lose by by doing this. Uh, why why would he do this if it wasn't true? I mean, he is his own self promoter. He is his own uh, ticket seller. The guy is legendary. Here's he the has thing. Yeah, John. We're breaking we're, up again. Yeah, John. But, we're we're, uh, we're not hanging up on you. It's just the the phone connection is too bad, and it's going to run people off. But we, I, you made your point, which is what, what does he have to lose? Why why? Nobody's refuted these things. Nobody's refuted. Well, Ludacris no. made a freestyle, and it had nothing to do with. Like, I saw another guy refuting, but the refutation actually wasn't a refutation. It was just calling Cat Williams' names. Exactly. Yeah. And no, I was no. like, but this isn't really a refutation no. of what. No. no. And the thing is, is, a lot of people do have secrets they don't necessarily tell. The guy made a special called "Run Go Tell That." That's. I think that was Martin Lawrence. Oh, was it? Yeah. It was. Wow, well, we're talking about racists now. <laughs> talking about races now. God, I'm canceled. Oh, I got to watch this or listen to it or whatever. Sounds entertaining. Yes. He doesn't mention us, does he? Mm-mm. No, I wish he had. Does not. I, I wish he had. God, I wish he had mentioned us. I wish us. he had. I Cat mean, was no. never on the show. No, I don't think so. Never on the show. I don't oh, know if we ever had a phoner with him. I may have a phoner with him, though. I don't remember. I wish I'd made DL's a list. been on the show. Love DL. Patrice, Kevin Patrice, was on twice. Patrice still owns that corner Patrice chair in was my on mind. twice. Two or three times.